When you need to know about your medications, it's important to know your pharmacist. Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Terry Castle and Howard Family Pharmacy, your community health mart pharmacy, will always take time for you. And it's more convenient now than ever to fill your prescriptions. Simply use their free mobile app or log on to howardfamilypharmacy.com. Quality care and service, where it's always about family. That's Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Billie Jean Osborne's Kentucky Opry returns for the Christmas season. Family fun entertainment at the Mountain Arts Center. Get in the Christmas spirit with holiday classics as well as new favorites. And the added bonus of the Kentucky Opry Junior Pros. It's a show you won't forget. December 9th and 10th and December 15th through 17th at the MAC. Tickets are $25 and available at the People's Bank box office by calling 888-MAC-ARTS or MACARTS.com. At Walter's Toyota Nissan in Pikeville, we believe you should have a choice. That's why when you visit our lot, you'll find over 50 brand new Toyotas and Nissans to choose from with more arriving daily. We'll get you the lowest rate, all the rebates, and pass along any discounts available. And speaking of choices, shop our pre-owned inventory where over 500 quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs are available. So when it comes to buying your next vehicle, make the choice to shop Walter's Toyota Nissan first. Remember, when others won't, Walter's will. When you need signs, banners, business cards, decals, and promotional items, you need to call Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Need to promote your business? Jaded Rain can stick your business logo on just about anything. Yard signs, large signs, metal and outdoor signs, window perf. Jaded Rain even does covered vehicle wraps, converting your work truck or car into a rolling billboard. If you need to stand out, you need Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Call 371-3153 or find Jaded Rain on Facebook. No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. Back from our turkey coma last week. We took last week off because it was a holiday, and you know what? Don't regret it. Sorry. Nope. But we, we just needed it. And there's the phone as soon as we start. I love how that happens. It hasn't rang for an hour. Somebody's doing it. It has to be. <laughs> Somebody has to be doing that. It'll just keep ringing. All right. <laughs> we took off last week. Had a little bit of um, tryptophan, turkey, ham. What's your favorite side? Dressing. By far. Yeah, yeah. Dressing. As Fa- Favorite? Yes. Yeah. I can eat it by itself. My mom makes dressing with chicken in it. Oh, nuts. Yeah. Now, don't knock it till you try it. I'm just saying. What, so you get a little bit you, of chicken. Can you tell the difference between chicken and turkey in it? I mean. <laughs> it's a little bit, like a little bit of chicken and a little bit of turkey mixed in like dark meat. Mm. It's really good. And then you have the turkey itself and then all the other sides. Dressing with so much sage. It burns your tongue. <laughs> Mother-in-law, she did ham and turkey. So I kind of stayed on the ham on that side. Yeah. How about you guys? You have a good uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah. I, I made a mean five cheese mac and cheese. <laughs> hey, there you go. But I, I'm I'm all about the canned cranberry sauce. Oh. I remember you saying that that's, last that's, time. That's it. I, I, I'll eat a whole can of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a cranberry. So no, that's that's it. That's, I don't know what it is. I don't even want it on my table. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have those rings around it, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. Have sliced up into little uh, little circles. Yeah. 
You have found the Sound Off on Sports Podcast tonight. It's brought your way by the Mountain Arts Center, Howard Family Pharmacy, Jaded Rain, Printing and Graphics, and also for the basketball season, we'd like to welcome in our new sponsor, Walters Toyota Nissan. We appreciate Walters Toyota Nissan. Jumping on for the basketball season, doing some extra stuff this year with WMDJ. We appreciate uh, the gang up there, Jack and the gang at Walters. They do a great job. We appreciate them very, very much. I'm Jamie Johnson, joined by Jeremy Hall, Josh McKinney, and this guy, if you're watching on camera, (laughs) you see part of Josh and the empty chair. The empty chair is Byron, and he'll be coming in shortly. He's... uh, He's been doing a little bit of work. I'll give him credit. He's uh, coaching tonight. It's our first week back. It's been, yeah. at least for me, it's been a struggle to get back into it. <laughs> it took me about two hours Monday. I mean, I was two hours in, and then I was already right back to being. <sighs> I, didn't, I didn't go to bed before midnight at all during the entire week yeah, off. Same and here. so my, my sleep schedule was all messed up. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've not been right since the time change. And then I let myself do the same thing. I was like, <laughs> you know, kids are going to bed. Yep. I'm going to stay up and watch you know, <laughs> yep. somebody get blew yeah. up. Or, <laughs> you know, those things you can't watch when you got you uh-huh. know, daughters in the home. And, and it's kind of like, I got to work. I got to get up early in the morning. It's like, <laughs> oh, no. I, I was, I've been sluggish all week. Yeah. yeah. It's been hard to kind of get back into the flow. And we got testing, so, like, our schedules are all messed up. Yeah, It's oh, just no. – it's been – you know, Monday was a normal day, first day back, and then the last two days it's been testing, and so it's just it's like, hey, welcome back, and then let's throw another wrench into your schedule. And then here at the radio station, you're closing out November, you're going into the mm-hmm. busiest month of the year, which is December, and then you throw in trying to get basketball started with that too. You throw in a throwback game that you really have a lot of unknowns about on Saturday. <laughs> you're trying to prepare for and everything else that goes on in broadcasting, and it's been a uh, tough week. Of course, uh, not it's it's not been as tough as for some other people. I mean, let's uh, uh, let's start with Darren here. I, I know why Darren's on here because he, he I, I put Stoops in the comments, so he knows we'll talk a little college football. He's had a pretty good week, I think. I, he probably has Be- better than me. He said you should make turkey illegal, though. I I don't know. Well, Darren, he, he opens up with roll tide. So you know that. I mean, I, I know. He's I, feeling I it. it. I, feeling I am more it. of a ham person for the holidays than turkey. Christmas or Thanksgiving. I'm really? All, I'm all about some ham, yeah. Yeah. I so like I, I, ham. I don't know about making it illegal, Darren, but um, I do prefer but some are, other. But are you just done with it after you've had it? Uh, Turkey, yes. Ham, I could eat leftover ham. For I me. get pumped up for it. I want the turkey. <laughs> you know, hey, turkey time. All right, turkey time. You'll never hear me say that any other time of the year. Once, once I've had my feel of it, I'm, I'm, <laughs> done, I'm not a leftovers person. I'm done with it. It's over. We've had yeah, it. I'm, right? I'm not much of a leftover person, period. No. I wanted pizza. I wanted a hamburger the next day. I was just kind of <laughs> – uh, once I was through, I had two days of it. Yeah. I, had, I had a dinner on Wednesday. I had a dinner on Thursday. And then Friday I was ready to find something different. <laughs> and it was chicken fingers at Rafferty's. There we go. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you do for Christmas? Um – Open presents. No, I mean, <laughs> food-wise. Uh, food-wise, usually my uh, my mother-in-law fixes, we do Christmas Eve there, and she usually fixes something. I don't know what it'll be this year. Usually it's ham, because it's not what we've already done the turkey thing. 
And mm-hmm. then mom and dad, I, no, it's, it's just whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> usually, you, no, usually it's a ham there too. He, they, they, it's, it's kind of like cams or Christmas and turkeys Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, I bought a oilless turkey fryer about six or eight months ago on Ooh, sale. Okay. And we've done some things in it, but I was afraid to do our turkey for Thanksgiving in it because I was like. <laughs> Not the first time. You, yeah. I, you know, I may do some chickens or something before I actually throw the turkey in and have to make it count. Well, here's so, a thought. So you bought a turkey fryer. If we buy it. I was afraid to put the turkey in the turkey fryer. Well, I hadn't had a chance to do a turkey. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it's it ain't like you can just throw one out in a day and, you right. know, and yeah. get that baby going again. It's, uh, you want to test it before Thanksgiving. <laughs> you're eating mashed potatoes and dressing and that's it. Some bologna, maybe, but it's yeah. a sides giving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's done. If don't want to have a Griswold turkey. turkey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, here's a thought, though. If you have you not tried it yet, though, still, I have not done a turkey. No. If I buy one, will you I fix think, it? I, uh, yeah. I if mean, I buy the turkey, <laughs> I mean, I got a, say, I got another turkey. When I went and bought a turkey, I bought two. So oh. I, I, that's what I was saying, like Christmas or sometime. For us, you know, us, you know, teachers and educators, we've got a little more time there to, uh-huh. I'm throwing a turkey in that baby and seeing what it'll do. Well, I, I will be your guinea pig. Come over and eat if you want to fix <laughs> All it. All right, we'll do that. Uh, that if you want to throw like one a, in, we may even we may even podcast from the event. Hey. Right there in your kitchen. From the kitchen. <laughs> from the hall kitchen. Eating turkey. You know what? That sounds pretty awesome. It's, the, it's the Sound Off on Sports cooking edition. Yeah. Oh. Hey, I used to do a show somewhere else. And it was a, a TV show, actually. And we wanted to do the next season. We wanted to do uh, tailgate food and somebody grill outside. We were going to do it until I left. But, <laughs> but I mean, I, and, and then the show got canceled after I left. But anyway, I always wanted to do something like that. You know, a little bit of food, cook it live. We, I love watching we, the Food Network. We, uh, you know? So you're alone now. One. You said, we'll do a show eating the turkey. Then you just went to doing a show cooking the turkey. One year at Floyd Central, we had a when we did the newscast, I had some students. Kayla was pregnant with Carter, I think it was. And they had her mic'd up at one of the football pregame tailgates. Uh-huh. And they just had her talking about the tailgate food she was eating. And it actually ended up being pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Austin likes it. He says a cooking show. Yeah, highlight listener recipe week. Hey, maybe we do that. Maybe if you got any cooking suggestions for Chef Jeremy over here. Hey, that, that man right there is just about ate everything that I know how to make over the years. <laughs> See, I think he's wanting to come over too. That's what it is. Yeah, he, he knows he's the door's always open for Austin. He wants to be in the live audience. He's the the brother I'd ever had as an only child. Yeah. Christmas morning breakfast at, at his wife's family. Oh. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There we, go. we always seem to talk food every time. When we, uh, get well, look here. at us. It doesn't look like we <laughs> skip true. from it much. Yeah, we don't We don't miss many meals. Uh, a lot to talk about tonight. Of course, the start of the high school basketball season. We'll get into that in the second half of our show. Uh, there is some football playoffs happening this weekend, some championships. We'll kind of hit that. You know, it's, it's out there, so – uh, we got the nation's leading rusher in Pineville. How about that? I'm rooting for Bell County. I am. I'm rooting for the Bell nations? County. The uh, nations? Uh, I mean, not every team in the country uses Max Preps, but Max. he he has. They have him as the nation's leading rusher. Was it you that said that they're just not getting the attention they deserve? I don't. Uh, I think you said that. Uh, there was an article in the in the Courier Journal this morning that okay. Jason Frakes did on Daniel Thomas is his name, mm-hmm. the Bell County running back. Uh, that's the. F- 
first I've seen any sort of feature piece done on him. And he's broken four single-season rushing records this year. Yeah. Wow. One of them that has stood since, like, the late 60s. I knew nothing about this kid until the regional final game. Yeah. And we've talked football for months. Yeah. But now, you know, Bill County ain't up here. And they, they went over to Bill Free. I picked Bill Kane to win that game. Thank you very much. And <laughs> we all did actually. <laughs> no. Oh wow. No. Anyway. What? what? <laughs> you picked Bill Free. Because um, <laughs> I remember he was like, he got one wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I I think they've not gotten a near enough no. attention they deserve. Hey, you especially like when you've got Dudley Hilton who came back a couple of years ago and in the article it said that he actually is needing a, a knee or hip replacement. <laughs> And he's having to keep pushing it off because they keep winning. Oh, gosh. And so he finally was like, listen, we'll just do it after the state finals because there's a chance we're going to be playing. And there you go. they are. Worked and out. It's going to work out well for yeah, him. It's, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Also, uh, <laughs> over the weekend, you had the whole Stoops thing go down and the college football playoff. You see, you see my shirt. I wore this on purpose today because I, can, I can't believe that Ohio State – Fell to six in the college football playoff behind Oregon. Oregon. I mean, they played Michigan at Michigan. They didn't look the best. And, yeah, Ryan Day screwed the pooch at the end of the first half. Again. I mean, he overcoaches it. I was really hoping A&M would call him, <laughs> and it didn't happen. But, anyway, uh, I just can't just – I don't know how they justify them moving from the top – to sixth with one loss. Well, the they went from number one to number two, and I mean it's the the thing with the committee. If you if you've ever followed it closely since uh-huh. they've had the committee for however long it's been, their criteria changes week to week. I mean, it, it's it, a moving target. They, they come out with a brand new twenty top twenty five every single week with no sort of connection to the previous week's rankings. Right. It's like, who plays the best? Who looked the best this week? Oh, Georgia looked pretty good. Let's put the number one. Well, what did Ohio State do to fall? To fall, Or what did so-and-so do? It's so, and they it's, haven't it's sucked all year, week. Darren. There's other have sucked all year. No, they haven't. We're, again, they're still above Alabama, by the way. Uh, but it's, I, it's, I like you. It's, it's inconsistent. Yeah. I'm, you know me. I'm not, I'm not the one to jump in or toot the Ohio State bandwagon ever. <laughs> but I will say you're right. That, that was, that, that was kind of an uncalled for. Draw. I mean, you lose on the road at the number three team uh, on an interception in the fourth quarter and you fall four, four places. Yeah. A little much for me. Yeah. But I mean, did they count the fact that they've done it like, what, three times now? They did it to themselves. And look here, like Louisville fell four spots and they got beat by a, pitiful Kentucky team and they only filled four spots. They lost at home. At home. And they were rolling in for a, a outside shot at making a very outside shot. Yeah. Of making that top four. But anyway, so your top four in the playoffs right now, Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State, they're all undefeated. That's why they're all at the top. And that's kind of the one thing they always have been consistent about, mm-hmm. even like with Cincinnati Hey, they're undefeated. Give them their shot, you know, yeah. and then they go in there and they, they get, you know, get exposed. <laughs> Michigan gets exposed. Uh, Texas Christian gets exposed, okay? I mean, we've seen all that in the past. I don't know. You can say Oregon and Washington but play. Does, doesn't Florida State not have their starting quarterback? Is that not a factor? I, it should be. 
I mean, I, there's a way for Ohio State to get up there, but you'd have to hope for Washington getting beat. You'd have to hope, well, you, you for, hope for Louisville, Michigan to, be, to get beat. Louisville maybe. to beat Florida State, and you hope for Oregon or Washington to route the other one. Yeah, something ha- there has to be some moving and shaking. Is there a chance that an SEC team doesn't make the playoff? Well, if you go on those, we talked about it earlier. If Alabama were to beat Georgia, there's an outside If Alabama beats Georgia, don't. Alabama shouldn't get in over Texas. I don't believe it. I, I, I'm with you. I don't think they should either. Right. But, I, but I bet they do. But does that knock Georgia out of the top four? <laughs> You're asking me to predict something that's, that no one in the world knows the what's number, going on? The number well, 18 beats the number one team. It should knock them out of the top four. Should. Easily. But it's not enough to get Bama in the top four, I don't believe. But you're going to have Texas jump up from number seven? Seven, they have to – see, again, Ohio State can't do anything. Neither can – you know, they can't – they, they have nothing to play for this mm-hmm. weekend. Would that push them up if uh, Georgia were to get upset? Would you have a playoff with, let's say, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, and – Pac-12. Pac-10, a Pac-10 team? Are you really going to let that happen? No. The money not. ain't going to be there. That's no. right. Follow the money. <clears throat> Follow the money. Georgia or yeah. Ohio, Ohio State or Alabama. So one of them. But here's the thing: if, if if Georgia does lose, I think you've got a really hard argument to have Georgia and Alabama in and not have Texas. Yeah. So then, what do you do with Michigan and the Pac-12 champ? When's the last time Pac-12 had a team in it? It's been uh, a while. Washington it? was in it a couple of years ago. It's been a while. Now, next year it goes to 12. Yeah. So, and from there on, there'll be no debate. It'll be a whole different dog and pony show. But nevertheless, one more year. Oh, there'll be a debate. Debating it down. Oh, there'll <laughs> always be a debate. further <laughs> down the list. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Darren, uh, Georgia has uh, yet to yeah, – they haven't played. They played behind a lot. That's the thing. Georgia hasn't played a whole lot of teams, so – there you go. Uh, William Sloan likes Roll Tide. Well, I think – see, I would have picked the Tide in the upset in a way. But, you know, they here they, they had trouble with Auburn last I week. Think, I think if you're an Ohio State fan, you don't want Ohio, Alabama to win. You don't think so? No, because that's another team that's going to jump you. They're gonna and jump Georgia's you not going to fall below them. Mm. Yeah. Probably want Georgia to win. Yeah. You want Washington to lose. You Washington or Oregon, either one of those teams, whoever wins, you want it to be a blowout. Yeah, one way or another. Yep. Hope it moves you up. Well, we'll find out. What about Stoops? Uh, What's your take on Stoops? Still in Lexington. Is that good or bad? I think whichever side of the Stoops fence you're on, you have an argument to make. Right, whichever, side, side, whichever, side, whichever side of the fence you're on, you're, this, that's how you're going to look at this story. That is like the exact definition of an argument. Well, I'm, But I mean, like whichever side you're on, you're going to look at it like, he decided to stay. He, you know, whatever. Um, but and A- M decided that they didn't. Whatever. Like you're going, you're going to. it's there's two ways you can look at this. Uh huh. Because there's two reports out there. Yeah. He, he either backed out and had a second, had a change of change of heart, change of mind, or A and M decided they didn't want him. Whichever side you believe, I think, is the side of the stoops fence that you're on so there there are reports out there right that are saying that he he got in an airplane and landed in texas right 
Oh, I never saw I that. I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. I'm I haven't seen that. <laughs> TikTok. I don't know if that's true. But now, uh, there are reports that he was verbally in it and then was not. Now, if you believe the Matt Jones uh, story, it's like both parties decided maybe this isn't the best thing. I don't buy that. The uh, A&M side, I kind of buy it, but then again, um, they're going to deny it because their fans threw a fit when that leaked on Saturday morning. I mean, they threw an absolute fit. Yeah. So but I won't, but won't Kentucky deny because they want it to look like their coach didn't get like they didn't have a second thoughts on their coach. Like Kentucky fans will argue that A and M backed out first. A and M fans will argue that that Stoops <laughs> didn't want to come in the first place. Yeah, I but, can't. I can't go with. I can't get my head around the fact that Stoops. What happened? You go in and you upset Louisville. You got a perfect. I am leaving on a positive note mm-hmm. to a job that wants me. That is a step up. What What in that whole scenario changes your mind to no? The thing that I heard, and this is the Matt Jones thing, because I've not read anything other than what I've heard on on KSR, uh-huh. and of course that's going to be a little bit slanted towards the UK side of things. Is he was trying to figure out which assistants would come with him. And some and, of them and said apparent, yes apparent, and, and, said no. and that's and that you're that's ten hours notice, right? Like, hey, they they're gonna know in the morning, you know, assuming they all agree to do this thing on that on the A and M side of it. If they offer me the job officially, will you come with me? And apparently there were a couple of them that couldn't give him a definite answer. You know, God, and, that's a stretch. I don't believe that. That's a stretch. I just just He's, thinking him and Vince is going, and that's all he needed. Yeah, oh, I, I think that, so. To me, it's him and Vince are going, and they got the phone call back. So you know what we thought about it? Can't in, do it. In the world of football, he is that is a that's a him thing. He is getting hired yeah. as the head football coach. If if some of his guys, I mean, there's guys break off from these from you know lineages of head mm-hmm. coaches all the time to yeah. go on their own. Yeah, it's hard to say that if that is a move. He's wanting out of Kentucky, and he's wanting to make a move that he doesn't do it because an assistant doesn't want to. That's those guys are dime a dozen out there. You really think an assistant coach is going to keep him from going and making bank and escaping a seven win ceiling at Kentucky? No way. You're right. I also I also don't that. buy it that they all of a sudden didn't want Stoops. They go get Duke's head coach. Well, I think it was such I, a blowback right. to get him. They couldn't do it. it such a blowback with money, not about fans. They don't care about the fan, the twelfth man. They care about the bank. And there's such a blowback about that. Yes. That it wasn't going to happen. So now we got to go to somebody really quick because the transfer portal is on the fourth. Let's go to this guy. He used to work here. We know him. Bring him in. He'll kind of be the gap until we get the next guy. That's all it is. It's that simple. I, I, I think it's fishy on both sides. I just. And Stoops well, pointed out. Well, I might think so. I think every coach is going to listen. Stoops wanted out of Kentucky or Stoops wanted out of the A&M? He wanted, he wanted out of Kentucky. He wants yeah. out of Kentucky. Every coach is going to listen. He's Luke Fickle. He wants out of Kentucky. Yeah, I think so. I think he he sees the writing on the wall. They're not going to get the money to buy them. Let's say buy the players that he feels that he needs to compete at a higher level in the SEC. So they're stuck. He's stuck. He is going to keep doing what we're doing for the last five years. All right. So now I got some breaking news here. If you're watching the podcast on our Facebook page, you see that I have a beautiful little girl standing here beside me. 
who just came in from the Nutcracker. Go out over there and have a seat in that chair, okay? Make room for you. Yeah. Help her with that microphone there. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay. Help her get back up to speed here. So, this is Nutcracker Week, by the way, in Floyd County. And Jeremy's experienced this. I'm experiencing it. If you have a, a daughter that's in the Nutcracker, it is all-encompassing. It is <laughs> hair. It is makeup. It is dresses. It's she, She's done up to the nine over here. Oh, listen. Hey, she went to school the other day with curlers in her hair. Oh, like, oh yeah. Like a granny and had to wear them all day and then take them <laughs> out and and then do the show, do practice. You know, they do all this stuff. She's at the Mac. She's done two shows today for those who are watching and listening now i'll welcome in my seven-year-old daughter <laughs> ellie grace johnson ellie how are you tonight let me turn your mic on I'm, no wait go for it good you're good okay you already got a comment your papa johnson says hello ellie papa rick's watching say hi to papa rick <laughs> <laughs> all right so i i watched you this morning I didn't get to come tonight because I've been here fussing with this stuff, but I'm glad you came by. Tell me how the show went tonight. It went good. Pretty good, huh? Do you get nervous? Yes. Why? Because. <laughs> how many times? You've been on stage multiple times. Still a lot of people, though, huh? Yeah, yeah. there's still a lot of people. Can you see anybody with the bright lights shining, though? Like when there's a dance. Um, you can actually, it actually shoots you in the eye. Yeah, the lights get you. So you really don't see anybody. You just kind of ignore it. And you've been practicing for a long time, and it's time to show it. Yeah. I do. Yes, you do. Now, tell everybody what part you play in the Nutcracker. I play with Clara. You, you Clara. play around with Clara, so your role is what? You're a... Party girl. A party girl. Party girl. Party yeah. girl. She is a party girl at the Nutcracker. And this year, she's in every show. So, I got to see this morning's. And I, I missed tonight. But, you know, I want to be back tomorrow. Aren't tonight. You, aren't you tired? Yes. <laughs> and she has two more shows on Friday. But it's, it's a big deal. And uh, I, I love the enrichment stuff. I mean, I can play around and talk about the money and talk about, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else about it? <laughs> what grade is she in? What she's, grade is she in? she's in second. At first, she's in first grade. So third grade is the Claire grade, right? Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Mama's oh. in the background here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've had it. You, your your daughter was Clara. Yeah. And you had to go take out a second mortgage, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I had to, yeah. I had to work this job, my regular job, and nights in another town and it was like yeah it's 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 fun they enjoy it that's all i was like yeah yeah hey a a, lot of pictures a lot of memories as a girl dad who grew up around mostly boys all my life in our family we had one girl uh this is a whole new experience for me yeah yeah it kind of shocked me too and i mean we did the you know we didn't go straight to that level we went in like you and kind of the what is it? What's the not the dress rehearsal? What was the what was Monday tech night? rehearsal? Tech rehearsal. Uh huh. Which I did get to stay home, but I was it was like they're out and they're you know all night long and they got behind and it was late coming in school yep. the next day. <laughs> yeah. Dress rehearsal and then what four nights? 
Is it four nights? It's well, this week was three nights. It's three nights of shows, but five nights of something happening. Yeah. So I went last Plus, night to practice the rehearsal, and then today, and everything. What's what's your favorite part about being in the Nutcracker, Ellie? Basically, uh, playing with the kids. So the yeah, playing with the uh, with your buddy that's there. What's your friend's name that you're playing with there? What's her name? Well, yeah, the party Macy. boy. Macy. Macy. Okay. So she sits there and they do the patty clap thing and then they're yeah. doing Ring Around the Rosie and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I thought she was going to sling you off the stage this morning. <laughs> I did. I mean, it's like you were like hanging on, like it, it curves and everything, you know? Usually that's like usually what the Ring Around the Rosie does. Yeah. That was like, they were hardcore on this <laughs> Ring Around the Rosie scene. Yeah. And then they do this dance where she bends down, they go around. What, what's all the, that? The boys go around with instruments. Um, and then they trumpet. And then the girls lean down with dolls in their hands. Yeah. And then you get gifts. You get gifts, and there's not really nothing in them. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's all props. It's fake. Yeah. You know. But then uh, it's that mysterious godfather that comes out there. Played by Mickey McGuire, by the way, who's oh. excellent in the role. It's yeah. not a it's not a godfather. I thought he was the godfather. What's his name? What is it? It's it's the one that Oh, is it her uncle? It's Claire's uncle. The Claire's it's not uncle? A evil. I thought godfather. it was the godfather. No. Well, the Godfather sounds better. The Godfather <laughs> came out and did all this. That sounds better. Isn't not it? the ghost of Christmas past. No. <laughs> yeah. no. You think I've, I've seen it eight times? You think I would know <laughs> yeah. this? Yeah. Uh, I guess I don't. I have to pay more attention to that tomorrow. Yeah, he's a magician. He's a magician. He comes out and does a bunch of spinning and does juggling. Yeah. Magician on a mob boss. But he also yeah. makes the makes the one dolls. Don't he make them? Wake up and dance. Yes, make the nutcrackers dance. Yeah, it makes the nutcrackers dance. Makes the nutcrackers and the mouses. Uh huh. Um, mice and the mice. <laughs> uh, and and they make Clara wake up by the clock. Well, that's good. All right, you need to go home and get some rest. Okay. Okay. I love you though. <laughs> Big days. You did fantastic. Bye. I'm watching you too. <laughs> Ellie Grace Johnson making her first appearance on the Sound Off on Sports Podcast tonight. <laughs> Nutcracker Week at the MAC. All right, when we come back, another special guest comes in, <laughs> and we'll talk some basketball. This is the Sound Off on Sports Podcast. When you need to know about your medications, it's important to know your pharmacist. Wes Howard, Tiffany Jacobs, John Newsom, and Terry Castle and Howard Family Pharmacy, your community health mart pharmacy, will always take time for you. And it's more convenient now than ever to fill your prescriptions. Simply use their free mobile app or log on to howardfamilypharmacy.com. Quality care and service, where it's always about family. That's Howard Family Pharmacy of Allen and Eastern. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. When you need signs, banners, business cards, decals, and promotional items, you need to call Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Need to promote your business? Jaded Rain can stick your business logo on just about anything. Yard signs, large signs, metal and outdoor signs, window perf, 
Jaded Rain even does covered vehicle wraps, converting your work truck or car into a rolling billboard. If you need to stand out, you need Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics. Call 371-3153 or find Jaded Rain on Facebook. At Walter's Toyota Nissan in Pikeville, we believe you should have a choice. That's why when you visit our lot, you'll find over 50 brand new Toyotas and Nissans to choose from with more arriving daily. We'll get you the lowest rate, all the rebates, and pass along any discounts available. And speaking of choices, shop our pre-owned inventory where over 500 quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs are available. So when it comes to buying your next vehicle, make the choice to shop Walter's Toyota Nissan first. Remember, when others won't, Walter's will. Billy Jean Osborne's Kentucky Opry returns for the Christmas season. Family fun entertainment at the Mountain Arts Center. Get in the Christmas spirit with holiday classics as well as new favorites. And the added bonus of the Kentucky Opry Junior Pros. It's a show you won't forget. December 9th and 10th and December 15th through 17th at the MAC. Tickets are $25 and available at the People's Bank box office by calling 888-MAC-ARTS or macarts.com. Back on the Sound of Fox Sports, Sports podcast tonight. And uh, while we were on break there, I got a text from our, our dear friend, Mr. Building, uh, down in Bourbon County. Who I says, seen him get online here. He's watching. He's watching. Yeah, he says, uh, Mickey McGuire gives dance lessons to adults if anyone wants to learn ballroom dancing. Oh. Are you throwing a hint that we should learn ballroom dancing? No. I, mm. <laughs> no, he's no. throwing shade. Has he done it? No. I bet if Misty asked him to, he'd do it. I bet he would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he'd probably have to. Yeah, we'll call down there and tell somebody in Bourbon County. <laughs> yeah. And, hey, uh, Mr. Begley, he's not, he, or is it Dr. Begley? He's doctor. Uh, excuse me. Dr. <laughs> doctor. Doctor, um, doctor, doctor. Yes. That's from that movie, too. No, that's from uh, a different one. We'll, we'll tell you about that one later. Yeah. <laughs> doctor, doctor. Doctor, yeah. Uh, doctor Begley may be a nice ballroom dancer. If you are, let us know. All right. Uh, Jay Hyden's on tonight. Hey, Jay, how you doing? Uh, picks for the high school championships. We can do that really fast. So we'll do that right now. All right. So, and by the way, Byron's back in. Who, um, so no more empty chair. But that actually turned out pretty good because we had Ellie sit there first. Yeah, I will uh, let her sit down. That was all totally unplanned, by the way. Uh, <laughs> we didn't have any of that in the script, which is all uh, notepad. It's almost like tonight. 90% of our shows. Usually. Uh, <laughs> I did have no time. <laughs> notes to, or no notes. It's, it's, it's sometimes <laughs> no the notes. shows or no notes. So there you go. Uh, high school football finals this weekend. <laughs> it's the usual players uh, for the, the most suspects. part. Yeah, the usual suspects. For the most part. Uh Frederick Douglass not making it in, I think, was a disappointment on the 6A side. Uh, Cooper got in. They uh, Was it Highlands they took down? Yeah, they beat Highlands 17-15 to 15 in the 5A. I think that's maybe a, a little bit. Highlands is a name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Cooper is a name, too, but Highlands is a name. Now. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, everyone else is pretty much chalk. Um, Raceland and Pipeville, 12 noon kickoff. What do you think? Give me the Panthers. Panthers get them. I think Pavel just because they got the, they didn't have the uh, once the running back. Yeah, they didn't have their back on their first game. They yeah, played. yeah, um, I think. Yeah, uh, go back he was to a that. Beast the other night, so I, yeah, I think Pavel gets them. They lost that game seven to six. Yep. in that game, and they did not have uh, their uh, duty. Uh, he didn't have much of a game uh, that night. Of course, the other night 
123 yards Anthony uh, passing. The, uh, and then, oh, was, yeah, Anthony, uh, Brendan Anthony. That's I don't think is. he played the first game. He didn't. Yeah, 248 yards. He's a difference maker. Yeah. Uh, Pavel rolls this game. I think Raceland comes in feeling good about themselves. And then they, they I don't know, though. Raceland, that's who the, who Pavel beat last year, wasn't it? Yeah. They, so, I mean, I think Raceland's going to have a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. Well, I mean, they went to Pavel and won that game. But again, Pavel didn't have their best kid. So this time around. It's, it's it's one a football. One kid makes a difference. No, yeah. the kid like him too. <laughs> makes a difference. Yeah, he'll make a difference. Um, Ocath and Mayfield. Mayfield. Call, call Mayfield. me crazy. I'm gonna go Mayfield. Yeah, Mayfield. Yeah. yeah. It seems like they're just a team of destiny there. Call you crazy. You're picking the team with 20 state championships. <laughs> well, but Ocath's yeah. been the trendy name this year. Yeah, yeah. they've been high ranked all yeah, year. Mayfield. I was in the. Uh, 2A. Uh, 4A on Friday night, Boyle County and Covington Catholic. Boyle. Boyle. Yeah, give me Boyle and that Boyle. one. Boyle. Boyle, peanuts. Graves. <laughs> Christian Academy of Louisville and Bell County. I like Bell County in the upset here. Bell County. Bell. Yeah, we're going to root go for Bell anyway. Uh, Cooper and Bowling Green. I'm going to probably go Bowling, Bowling Green. Green. Bowling Green. Yeah. And then Trinity and Bryan Station. Trinity. Trinity. There you go. So there's that's that's how fast we can do that uh, <laughs> here today. So there you go. Um, Pavel beat Begley's team last year. Was that what happened last year? Was that last they played, year? Was yeah, it last year? We had, we, well, I know we had him on the show. It was last year. Was it last year? Yeah. Not we had him on the show. Yeah. It was the year before they played Raceland. In the final, oh, okay. the spread for for Christian Academy and Bell is thirty and a half. No, he's wrong. We're right. It was Raceland last year. Yeah, yeah, Raceland last it was year. Before last, I'm year before sure. last was uh, Russellville. Way back when. Yeah, you're wrong, Greg. Yeah, I just <laughs> assumed you were right. Golly, twenty twenty one, thirty twenty seven, Pavel over Russellville. Yeah, and then last year they beat Raceland forty one to nine. I think it's kind of similar to that this year. Oof. That's just my opinion. I don't know if That's, I can say that, but I think it's, <laughs> it's not a seven to six. No, yeah, it's not no seven to six game. That's twenty one seven. Dang sure, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pavel also didn't have Looney a kicker. Um, hmm, interesting. I didn't know that. Might have been playing soccer. Well, they got him now. I imagine. Yeah, he might have been playing soccer, yeah. probably in like Brazil or somewhere. Jay, Jay says the spread for LCA Bell County is thirty and a half. LC. LCA. We, we picked Bell County to cover, is what it was. <laughs> yeah. We, we, yeah. we didn't take the money line. We just yeah. took the cover. We took the points. Spread for Mayfield is 14 and a half. I, um, where are you getting these from, Dre? I mean, DraftKings don't yeah. do this. Is Cantrell right? Maybe. Cantrell numbers, maybe. He's a banker. <laughs> is he really? Do y'all know him? I do. Yeah. You know him? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, everybody out here now, I know every one of them. Except one okay. of them. Let's see that he's the real draw of the show. Jeremy's the real draw. That's the where the funds. I told you every time I post, it's like funds in the comments. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, funds always in the comments. That's where we like it at. Uh, basketball. Before we get to the 15th region stuff, how about um, how about the Wildcats right now, man? Ooh, how about it? They're they're fun. They're, they've not been this much fun to watch in a while. Hey, it, it probably makes Jeremy watch. Yeah, it does. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I've I've not. Well, I didn't not. I didn't watch a game last year at all. You didn't miss nothing. And like in year four, no. I'm probably I don't think I remember. I may have watched like a little bit of one or two or something. But the, yeah, uh, yeah I've, it, it's, it, they're 
they're they're fun to watch. It hasn't yeah. tore me up the last couple of years not watching. When I, <laughs> yeah. like, like if if there's been a ball game or something, it ain't like oh, man, I'm missing the cats. Mm-hmm. This year, I think I might feel like that. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh man, cats playing. What do we do? To get it out of here. <laughs> and to me, for me, it's one. It's it's like one or two players too. I mean, there's still a bunch of them. I don't have a clue. Couldn't name them right now. Y'all can talk, and I'll do the tennis <laughs> thing. Like, <laughs> but you know, you got, I got you. I can go, there's Reed Shepard. You know what? I can watch him. Right. Everybody in Granny knows Reed Shepard, right? Well, now. that's exactly does, right. Does you can, does just for the state, and especially this area of the state, does it make basketball fun again because Reed Shepard is one of the better players? Yes. And playing, big part of it, playing 20 to 25, 30 minutes a game. It's a big part of it. If, if he, People would still watch because he he plays, but I think because he's the most efficient player in the country, he's the best statistically the best shooter in the country. It's it makes him, it helps. Yeah, this ain't blowing smoke. Look it up. Reed Shepard going in the other night uh, in that uh, game against uh, St. Joe's was the best plus minus player in the country, which means when he gets in a game, he helps you more than any other player <laughs> and any other team in Division One basketball. That's a mighty impressive stat. Yeah. Well, I think he's shooting 64% from three. And it's not like he's six of ten. I mean, he shoots a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Stat line last night, by the way, and I I do have that here. 21 points, eight of 13 shooting, five of nine from long range, five rebounds, four assists, three steals, and a block for good measure in 30 minutes. And 50 cameos of his parents. (laughs) <laughs> that's gonna get that's gonna get tired after a while. Yeah. Gonna get tired. It was got tired last night. Last night I was going. All right, I don't have to see Stacy all this all these times. You know, I mean, and she she's into it. I mean, she's yeah. yeah. Jeff's I, tore the, up. The, yeah, I, the, I think it's hilarious though. Like she's just, she's being your typical fan mom fan. Yep. And then Jeff sitting there like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's kind of critiquing. He probably still sees things that. Aren't right. Hey, I, I said oh, the, I'm sure. I said the ultimate boss move would be if he wore like his '96 or '98 jersey in '15 and Shepherd on it. Oh yeah, <laughs> to a game. You know what? You know what though? I, I think what Josh said about what you said about um, Reed is a big reason why there's so much interest, obviously, but also the style of play. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's easy to watch: run and gun, pass and shoot. We got to play defense. Yeah, but then coming down and let's dribble in and dish it out. Let's dribble in and create. Let's let's find Oscar and try to see if he can turn around and do something. (laughs) You know, I appreciate Shibway and I appreciate his game, but that really was hard to watch. Yes. (laughs) Especially last year. Sorry. If if they had to put some more shooters around, if they had the shooters that they got this year with Oscar – It'd have been a lot better because you'd have never had to run nothing for him. He'd have just got offensive rebounds and put them back. It's like watching the nineties again. It's like watching the old Patino teams. Yeah. It really is. And I think a lot of it has to do defensively though. Well, it don't matter if you can score ninety five. Yeah, they they ain't worried about playing the press. He's not (laughs) worried about pressing. I'm just saying. But they're really playing an NBA style game. I mean, I think it's that assistant they pulled in from the NBA that's the real reason why this is happening. That and the fact that they've had to play the hand they're dealt and they don't have those big guys. But now Bradshaw's back probably Saturday. Well, I think what helps too is Cal this year was able to get some elite freshmen. Yes, he's not had to go get elite transfers. He plays his best when you've got freakish athletic freshmen who come in and just electrify the place. 
and then let the supporting cast be those veterans. Yeah. Don't rely on a fourth-year Sheboy and a fifth-year Antonio Reeves and, and those guys. That ain't going to work. Thank God for Trey Mitchell. Glad he's there. Glad he came from West Virginia. We definitely need him. Yeah. But this is the one year we're finally not leaning on the transfer yes. guy. We're back leaning on the talent that came in to play. Problem is, the last three years, Trey Mitchell would have been our go-to guy. Yeah. And – yeah, and that's <laughs> tough. It don't work. That's tough. Um, do you guys consider Laurel County part of the mountains of eastern Kentucky? Yeah, I do. I'm I always, think so. I'm always kind of the uh, YMT coverage kid. Uh, if it's in the YMT coverage area, I would consider that eastern Kentucky. That includes Pulaski County. Even though people in Pulaski and Laurel don't see themselves as see, eastern I, Kentucky. I think most though. of them do. You think so? Think well, you so. worked at it. You yeah. probably don't know yeah. what I do. But. My, most of, they, they won't say mountains. But they'll they'll say Eastern Kentucky. They should be proud of it. Yeah, I think that's that's probably a determination that, yeah. that or just that you know Eastern Kentucky or mountains. Mountains probably they're starts in like, Clay County. Yeah, they're kind of they, like but they're, they're kind of like on the other side of the ridge. <laughs> yeah, you know but they'll say they'll say mountains. They won't say they'll say Eastern Kentucky, not mountains. But they they consider themselves. Yeah, Eastern Jimmy Kentucky. says that Travis Perry, who we get to see in a few weeks, is going to be great at UK next year. I, I agree. I think he'll be great as well. We get to see him in a few weeks, and you'll get to see him, too, right here on WMDJ Digital. We'll have him on the Facebook Live at Wayland Gym. <laughs> the interwebs. The interwebs. We will have Travis Perry in the Lyon County Lions versus Floyd Central in a few weeks at Wayland Gym. I actually talked a little more tech stuff today with uh, our friend Jerry Fultz about the setup, and uh, we're getting itching for that game. Uh, before I get to the other throwback comment here for this weekend, I want to throw this out there. One more thought about UK. Reed Shepard, do you think he is a a poor man's Steph Curry at the Davidson level? Remember, remember Steph Curry mm-hmm. when he was at Davidson? Remember that? Yeah. He wasn't the Steph Curry you know now. But when I'm watching him play, yeah. am I reaching to say he's kind of like Steph was at Davidson? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But look what he became. Right. I'm not saying. Yeah, but no, even Steph at Davidson, I mean – he was still – he had the ball in his hand. He was shooting. But he was small. Okay? Yeah, but yeah. go back and watch that NCAA tournament run and then watch Reed. It's not the same player. You don't think so? No. But now, what year I, was that that Curry made that rub? Was he a sophomore or a junior? He wasn't a freshman. It was a, it was a, it was a junior. Uh, that would have been, I don't know. Like 06-ish. Oh, I'm just oh, saying, to how, am I really stretching it thinking that he's kind of like a freshman version of what we saw Steph Curry play at Davidson? Yeah. I think? They, it's it's kind of early. Well, that, Steph's a way better ball handler, way better passer, still a way better shooter. But listen, they both got the pedigree, okay? Their fathers played college ball and pro ball. Jeff did play pro ball technically. Yeah. And then you have, uh, of course, you know, Del Curry was at a, a level, you know, yeah. that he was a, a, a above average NBA player. But also, they have the, the smarts, right. the IQ. I mean, that's that's a big part I, of Shepard's game is the IQ he's got. I, I think the difference is going to be right now is, you know, you see Shepard with more weapons and talent around him yeah. than what Curry had at Davidson. As defensive pri- defenses primarily focused on Curry, where they where they're not going to necessarily focus on Shepard at Kentucky right now, and that's allowing him to get more space and have more opportunities to shoot and score. 
Is, will, is Reed taking a team to the Elite Eight by himself? No. Oh, there you go. No, he's not doing it. And Curry did. Curry, that, that, Curry did. that answers that. Yeah. I just want to throw it out there. I, I know it's early. I know it's early. Jason. Look, Slow it's down. Early. It's early. I mean, I, like you I, said, I though, it. Reed is – I think he's exceeded expectations. But here's – you just kind of answered – stole my thunder here. <laughs> I watched him, and we probably all watched him, numerous times when he was at North Laurel, mm-hmm. Okay whether it was online or in person at Sweet 16 or something, I was never, like, blown away by him. Never. Now, different player. But it's because he's got better players around him. Yeah. He's got elite talent around him. And, man, they make him look a whole lot better. Yeah, but he makes them look better, too. He does. We've seen players play high school basketball in Kentucky that go to Kentucky, boys and girls, who when they get there, they just – they just it didn't work out like they just I thought they'd be better than that and I just I think he's just one of those guys where you put that that kind of talent around him like he he just it's another level Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of players for some reason like they just they don't get that I I think it's a couple things one he's a gym rat you know he's in the gym I think he's always in the gym and then He's pretty smart. He's got a. I, yeah. think, I think he's got a pretty good, pretty high basketball IQ. So he's got a lot of things trending in the right direction for him. Mm-hmm. It's not common for a player from I'll, I'll say this area to when they play talent at that level, they don't match it. Yeah, they kind of get overshadowed. Yeah, but he he it. he matches it and exceeds yeah. it. Yeah, yeah he's. Exceeding. You know I mean, I'm not the basketball guy, but one thing that I can say. <laughs> Is a lot of times these elite freshmen and these elite ball players, they seem to be reacting. They're they're so good mm-hmm. they can react, and he seems to anticipate. He it's kind of like he almost yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like Ooh. he's almost uh he's moving faster than him, but even though he's he's smaller, he's 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 anticipating things in the game right. as it's flowing that they usually react quickly to. He's He's oh, almost. I give you that. Seeing it coming. Yeah, that's you like, know, and that's that's deep. Yeah, hey, you know me. <laughs> I'll, sit, I'll sit here and go back to watching the tennis game again. <laughs> few, few comments. Jimmy says uh, Shepard reminds him of a taller, stronger Mark Price. That's not a bad no, uh, not a bad comparison. I agree with that. Price was an excellent point guard. Yeah, the Cavs way back in the day. Uh, Jay says he's more adva- a more advanced version of Tyler Hero. Not not as not the physical body. Yeah, I think everything well, else. I, I think mean, talent wise, skills wise, yeah, skills wise, yes. And he's turned out okay. Yeah. So hey, I mean, I heard today he was on some NBA draft pages today. I heard why that. If he's if he's the best plus minus guy in the country, <laughs> why wouldn't he be? People are going to look at him. Yeah, definitely so. Uh, I went to the game on Friday, the Marshall game, and had planned on going with Matt because it was his birthday gift. Mm-hmm. He's in the U.K. ball, and I hadn't been to a game since they played Limscombe maybe in 2013 or something. It's been about 10 years since I went to a U.K. game, and I want to go watch another one. That was I a mean, good one to go to. That was a yeah. great one to go to. And I mean, I, I, mean, I knew it was going to be a win, but I didn't know we were gonna yeah. have a record points and a half and all that happened. So, and so you go, you go to the Marshall basketball game because you know it's gonna be a win. You know it's gonna be a good time. I go to the EKUK football game 
It was a win, <laughs> but it wasn't quite the same experience. <laughs> yeah, but no, it wasn't for you. No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing is, I've seen Marshall in two athletic events, and they both set records and points. One was, of course, infamous with the basketball game. That's not uh, that was kind of a dubious thing. The other was I went to a Marshall Western Kentucky football game oh. where it was like seventy three to sixty something. Yeah, on Those, Black Friday. Was that like uh, it was in Huntington? Yeah, like uh, Brandon Dowdy or somebody for Western. Yeah, God, that was, and uh, I sat on the Western side. Team Cato and like that, those groups. Oh God, that was insanity watching that game. That was fun. Larry Begley. One thing I did notice in state tournament last year was his hand-eye coordination. There you go. Uh, swipe he swipe at the okay. Let's read the all right, Doctor. (laughs) This is Doctor Larry Begley. Light in verse. You can't edit it now. He swiped at the ball and hit the ball. Read the next sentence. I bet he's an elite ping pong player. Incredible hands, no period. So he's still thinking about it. He, did. he, doesn't, he doesn't get it. Thank you, Dr. Begley. Chime in tonight. Can we do it? We should do like a Dr. Begley segment. It's, it's basketball with Dr. Begley. Hello, doctor. How are you doing tonight? You know. The doctor's in. The doctor is in. <laughs> Dr. B. In the house, he's getting more. We got. He's got so many nicknames, you know. <laughs> he's had several. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even probably say, but oh. you should. Oh yeah, I can't I'm say giving that. it a floor. <laughs> Maybe on the yeah. unedited version. I've been calling him El Medico here lately. It's like, <laughs> like uh, Doctor or Big Doctor or uh-huh. something like that. You know. So, oh, you know, just uh, that's great. Just stuff. aggravate him. That's great stuff. We appreciate you. It's like an after hours podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. All right. We gotta we gotta move on. How how deep are we in this? I can't even see. Yeah, we're We're pretty deep. Yeah, we're almost an hour into it. All right. So (laughs) throwback game. Shane was on here tonight, a proud alumni of Will Ride High School, my buddy Shane Dutton. Speaking of throwback things from the nineteen nineties, there is potential for a Dutton siding. Well, if I see you up there. Uh more elusive than a Bigfoot. Hey, and and then you're talking about um, missing UK games. So UK plays UNC Wilmington at four o'clock Saturday. So I suggest we all go up there and eat Mexican. There we go. And then go over and set up. We uh, or set up and then eat Mexican. Yeah, there you go. I watch the idea. game and then go back and finish it. So we should get there about three o'clock. Yeah, they got to work. Yeah, because I don't know how long they were very accommodating last night to let me turn the ball game on. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, Andre loves. It. He's, he's all about it. All right, well, it was just me and the boys. We had ball game last night, so yeah. I was like, hey, you care if we turn the UK game on? A plug to the best Mexican restaurant in the 606, the We're Right Mexican. I'm telling you. I really don't know the real name of it. That's just what I call it. <laughs> me, Sam, Philippe? Me, yeah, me, Sam, Philippe. I, I just hope the sign yeah. says the Will Ride Mexican. It should. <laughs> I mean, it should, that's though. All, that's the only way. I, that's what say, we call it. Yeah, we're going to the Will Ride Mexican. You want to go? Yeah, Everybody go. calls it that. That's the only way we refer to it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I can't ever get my bus to go. go. I have yet to Why? Either. I've never, it's I've awesome. never I've heard that either. Well, come on Saturday. I've only been to Wheeler out like twice ever. Oh, this would be great. This would be great. Wait You've now, never been whoa. in the gym. What did you I've say? Never been to the, You've I've, never been there? I've been to Wheeler out like twice ever, like the, the town. So what, do you just stop at South Floyd and that's it? <laughs> I had no reason to go past South No, Floyd. No curiosity? Wow. No. you oh, got to take wow. him. You have to take him. And go one day. They should just go. No, I, I did. I did take that road to Pikeville one time. And just, oh, he went over Abner. Yeah. That means you've never been at Wicksbury. No, no. 
You've never been to Skull Holler before. I don't want to go to Skull Holler. Oh, we, can, we can do that. We can do that. Up to Yellow Camp, we can do that. Yeah. Where? Hey, I'm just telling you. There are places in this county many people don't know exist. Probably for a reason. Oh, hey. hey. Yeah, Yellow Flats. Hey, I think it's what it's called. A, he's definitely, we got to take him up left beaver one day. That's going to be a lot of fun. We Everybody always aggravates me. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm you all forget. I, I, I went to Allen Central, but like most of my life was spent like in Prestonsburg. See, and, and I'm so glad that I, thank you, Dad. Uh, left Beaver rocks. It does. I'm glad I grew up on Left Beaver. I'm glad I had to drive 45 minutes to get somewhere because <laughs> I learned no one has, so no, much. No one has ever said that before. Not, I, not the Left Beaver part, the drive 45 minutes part. It, it doesn't phase me to drive anywhere in life. Not it really it, doesn't. Me neither. I don't mind like just because I've always grew up, it's 30 minutes to Walmart. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, for, from mom and dad's house to where I live now. Does it matter? It's 25, 30 minutes to Walmart, no matter what. No, whether, you go to, you go. whether you go to Prestonburg or Pikeville, well, now it ain't 30 minutes. But yeah, Dad got that new road. <laughs> that new road <laughs> like, makes it man, very 15 nice. minutes to Harold? Hello. <laughs> yes. Less than that? This is a side question. How long is that going to be called the new road? Forever. <laughs> Till we die. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Till they make another yeah. one. <laughs> Our children, children. A newer road. Right. A newer road. <laughs> yeah, that's that's three generations <laughs> I'll right call. Here. I'll call it the new road until I stop calling uh, the Chevron at Easter. <laughs> the Chevron. It ain't been a Chevron the, the, in the years. Che- and the years. Chevron and hydrocarbon, the two places that see the most fights in Floyd County. <laughs> what is it up there anyway? What is that gas station? Nah, it's a, it's a zip, zip zone. zone. Zip zone or a. a zip but what's zone. the brand of gas? Marathon, the Chevron. Oh, it's I don't know. It's marathon. So it's marathon. Yeah. I honestly didn't know that. It's <laughs> Chevron. I was, and I stopped there sometimes. And get I've gas. always known it as Chevron. It's Chevron. I mean, I knew Zip Zone the had she, it, but the it's Chevron. Chevron. Ohio State couldn't patent, couldn't copyright the because of the Chevron. Oh my! God. <laughs> yeah. Really? I don't know. Okay. Wait a minute. Let's get back to this left beaver thing. Where, yeah. where? How far have you been on a regular basis? Uh, I've been I've been South Floyd a bazillion times. I've been to Wheelwright probably I'd say probably three or four. That's about it. He's making it up. No, I've been there a couple times. To do what? At least two times. I've I've been there a couple times. When was the last time? I, we don't need to go into details. <laughs> okay. Probably when I was a kid. Been a while. Nah, it's, ten years it's, or less. It's probably in the last ten years. No, it's probably uh, no, it's probably a little bit, but about twelve. <laughs> let's, minute, let, huh? let's play true or false. Does Wheelwright have a swimming pool? Yes. True. True. Yeah. Does where I'd have a golf course? Used to. Used to. Okay. So you know a little bit about it. Okay. I know. I know a lot of things, but how many movie movie theaters did it have? I mean, there's more than one. Maybe I might be tricking you. Uh, May have had none. I mean, I do know at one point it was going to be the county seat. There's going to be interstate go right through it, right? Or four lane. Well, I don't think it was going to be the county seat in any time, but. They were going to put an interstate through there in the nineties. Okay, that's what it was then. And which I know that's early in your life, but <laughs> it it didn't happen. Okay. Obviously, was it sixty six? Okay. That what it was? Sixty six. Yeah, yeah interstate sixty six. Yeah. And who they're going to buy us all out? We're all going to have big old side, <laughs> big exit. Yeah, you know, no, that ever happened. Um, <laughs> again, you be happy. You got that six eighty two road. Yeah, um, two theaters. Listen, Ooh. time. I, my grandmother, when she died, she was 95, 96. Uh-huh. And I can remember, I'm pretty sure I remember her telling a story. The first car she ever saw 
coming through Martin on the back of a real car. Yeah. You know, it comes in here on train. And on was, a train. And it was going. To we're right. That's, that, to some that mine was, for, to some big mining hmm. forming guy. That, you know, that was, it was, that's pretty wild. You that's, think about that stuff. That's the cool stuff. You can drive up there and you can still see like where the president's house was at. Mm. And it's still there and how different it was than everybody else's oh, yeah. house. I, um, the rows of the bigger houses where most of the foremen lived. and I got a really, uh, like really in-depth, detailed tour of Lynch one time. Yeah. I mean, and like where the big like marble hotel palace used to be with, you know, yeah. Italian floors. Yeah, we used to get yes. the Lynch all that, and yeah. do the mine stuff. Yeah. All that stuff is so cool to do. And we're bringing all this up because there's a throwback game at Will Wright Gym. I've never been to Will Wright. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm glad you've been. You're in for times. a treat. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I, I'm, I'm excited. Everybody hey. always gives me this right, you know, Jeremy Wright Beaver or Martin. So, yeah, I was a Garth. Okay. I was technically raised on that Beaver. Technically. But yes. my dad's family are all Price and there. I mean, yeah. I'm, I am all the way up through there. You know, there's halls I, I'm kin to. So, uh, yeah. So. So this gym up there we're going to, the We're Right Gym, um, you've never been in it, but it's it's upstairs, okay? This gym was built in 1950, okay? So think about that time. You had every other school in the county had stick buildings for gyms, okay? Except maybe, <laughs> maybe Prestonsburg had the field house by that time, or they were working Some on getting it. version of it yeah yeah they were working on getting the field house i believe probably late 40s early 50s so you had those two places were brick and mortar gyms okay everybody else we all love wayland gym but wayland gym is a cracker box compared to we're right gym yeah even our friend mr stewart when i interviewed mm-hmm. him the other night uh, the day up there, he said, we came here and you thought you were walking in a palace <laughs> because of how big it is. Now, when the bleachers are out, it's still got room. But when those bleachers are pushed in, that's, that's a, we, Byron, you know, it's a large <laughs> yeah. floor. It is. Okay? I mean, there's plenty of room. Yeah, it, ha- it had its advantages playing up there because it's a big floor. So you could play a faster speed of basketball. You're going to see a normal basketball game. You're not going to see the – what we're going to see at Wayland in a few weeks again. Where pack, pack it in. Pack it all in, and you're all going to put your hands up and stop everybody. <laughs> it's, you didn't do that up there. So it was a different atmosphere for a lot of teams that had to go in there and play. But 1950, that gym was built, and I had read that it was built and funded by Inland Steel, which was the company that owned the town at the time. Okay, they had, And I could go all into that, but I won't do it. But they built the gym paid for it of course use their own steel but you'll see all the beams that are in there they that's their stuff and it's still there and it's fantastic and then sold it to the board for a dollar so they wanted that town to have the best facilities it could have whether it was that's why it had a pool a nine-hole golf course movie theaters a clubhouse a hotel a, a hospital Okay, it had all these things because they believed, it was a company that believed in if your employees are happy, they're going to be happy. There was a waiting list to live in that town. You, you, would, you would put your name on a list to live in that town because those houses had been converted to have running water and toilets, okay? <laughs> that was something that didn't happen at that time. It was a big deal. You wanted to live there. Of course, it just—I wish we had those kind of companies today, 
they would come in here and do that now, you know? Yeah. Why can't we find anybody like that now that wants to come in and, and build the town? I mean, think about Georgetown. Georgetown was, was nothing but farmland until Toyota came. And look what they did to that town. And they didn't do half the stuff that Inland Steel did to We're Right. Think about that. I mean, that's investing in your product, in your community, in America. They have the they have the best school they could have possible in a very isolated place. So I think that alone, outside of the performance of the team, um, is why that gym deserves recognition. Mm. I think the the gym is getting the just recognition it deserves to be a, a glory road gym. And uh, now Betsy Lane is going to get theirs. And this season two, the D.W. Howard Memorial Fieldhouse. And it should because it's so unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it has a twin, by the way. Do you know that, Mr. Research? I feel like I've heard it before. There is a twin to that gym in Oklahoma. Look it up. But man, the exact everything. Outside, everything, uh, asbestos, everything. It's, it's <laughs> Yeah. Brendan, um, Brendan Case showed me some uh, pictures of like what it was. See, it doesn't look like what the original rendering right. was supposed to. There was some changes. I they don't had know to why. Fix it to the land or something. Yeah. But and have you seen the original, what it was should have looked like or what it was supposed to look like? It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had these grass lawns uh, built up in front of it that you, yeah. you went up steps. It was supposed to be up, not down. I mean,. I'll see if I can get him to give me a copy of that. Yeah, it, it ends up being a sinkhole, and it was supposed right. to be up, up on, on like a mound. mound. Yeah. And it, it didn't happen. It was like, wow. You know, I know they're doing a, a Glory Road game at Elkhorn City, too, this year. Hmm. For the – was the original gym or the, the gym that they had before the high school closed? Uh, I'm not sure. I just Maybe know. it's the gym before the high school closed. See, that's why I'm going to argue this. So, like, J.E. Campbell is going to get it at Allen Central. Elkhorn is going to get it. Outside of hosting a regional tournament, are they really that impactful just because of their age in the building? Well, I know the J.E. Campbell game, that's to kind of celebrate the 50 years of, of women's basketball. Yeah, I get it. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I guess because you can't do it at McDowell, they're doing well right this year. They've already done Wayland. I mean, I don't really know where else you could do it. They did Prestonsburg. Allen Central's doing, girls, though, won one region title. Right. McDowell never won one. True. We're right, never won one. Yeah, Although they're, McDowell they're, had the greatest living player ever. They're doing for, Betsy you know. Lane's gym this year. So yeah, it's yeah. literally the only one left. I guess I'm, my argument is should you just give it because the building's still standing right. and give them the distinction, or really is there a criteria? See, I think We're Right's gym meets the criteria. I think Paintsville's meets it. Oh, yeah. I think Prestonsburg met it. I think Hazard Memorial was the first one. I believe. See, I'd, I'd like it. to know all the schools that have that have had this done so far. Yeah. I know Pikeville. They did Pikeville's. They've done yeah. Ashland. See, and Pikeville's is not old, old. But they that's gone through how many renovations though? I mean, it's I guess it's it's a, it's it was built in the seventies. It's not even like what it was when it was built. No, it's, but it was built in the seventies, so the other one burned down. It was where right. Hardy's yeah. at. Okay, and besides hosting several regional tournaments in the All A. What distinction does Pipewell's gym have that makes it is, historically is, significant? Is it a gym thing, or is it like the tradition of the team thing? Or the yeah. history of everything? Or just, yeah. That's yeah. Like, like Jamie said, all, it used to, the All-A used to never be anywhere. It was there. But Pipewell High School. Yep. yep. Yeah. And every then, year. you know, every, every so often the regional tournament would go through there. Wayland Jim got it. Hyman's got it. Hyman, mm-hmm. And Hyman's another 
rare example of an upstairs gym. There's not many gyms no. that were upstairs. Yeah. Uh, that building that we're at, by the way, since you've never been in it, uh, a cafeteria in the bottom, a weight room, a band room, and like I think one other, one other classroom was in that, all in the bottom, and then the gym up top. See, I had never been in the bottom of it. I thought that that I didn't know that all that was in there. I had class in the bottom of it. I mean, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I got it, what's it now? Is it just like storage, or are they? I think there's this stuff in there. the city owns the building now, so it's See, that not, would be cool if they took that and, and went back with the weight room, just some you know, just to kind of put it back to. It's old glory or something. I, I walked back to the back where that door was at and I couldn't get in the other day, but I did peek through the window of the cafeteria. Now, all the original trophies, they're still in there. Ooh, so awesome. all those regional trophies and the third-place state trophy, all that stuff, it's all still in that cafeteria. Well, if they're yeah, bringing you all that may out. not have should have said that. The last third-place <laughs> well, game ever in the Sweet 16. Yeah, trivia, <laughs> trivia question uh, with that. I wonder if they bring all that stuff out for the game. They should. They should open the door and let it go and let it happen. Get those trophies out and bring them upstairs. Bring them out and display them. Yeah. I mean. Cool. That would be cool. I, be awesome. I love all the, this history, and I think we talked about this. You know, The kids that are playing this game, I'm glad they're getting the history lesson. But they're so far removed from the, <laughs> the reason why people still think this county is a basketball county. Uh, <laughs> Their history is like uh, Sean Newsom. Yeah, I mean, they, Jeremy Hall. They, they can't remember South Floyd won a regional title. Michael Hall. Yeah, they didn't know Byron ever played. I mean, it's like, he did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of that way now. I mean, no kid, does any kid ask you about your playing days? No. See? They don't remember it. And he was part of the, a high-flying team that <laughs> broke records and set, set marks. I mean, and, let's see, freshman, see, freshman this year would have been like, what, two when Betsy Lane won the All-A? Oh my gosh! I mean, honestly, yeah. that was, well, makes that feel was real twelve, old. thirteen years ago. That's unreal, ain't it? <laughs> See that that would <laughs> been something. Now, as a center, thank you. The, the the new board, the old Allen Central Gym, the four year mm-hmm. would have been an awesome place to collect after these consolidations, all these old trophies, and make like each high school its own little section and mm-hmm. just display all that stuff for you know people to go look at it and, well a lot of that stuff's at the mountain sports hall of fame mm-hmm. and and I, i'm glad that it's yeah just like too. you said though i mean think about all that history you said in there and yeah i'm not saying alan central you know but alan central all those <coughs> trophies at one time were at the bottom of the steps like down to the, <laughs> the swimming pool. where the pool yeah. was and you know <laughs> yeah. i'm sure yeah. it ain't there now you know and i'm sure mcdowell was the same way there's probably mm-hmm. some some people got some of the ones out there that really really meant a lot to somebody and yeah. I mean, there was so much of that stuff probably is gone now that you think back and it's like, you know, when we were in high school, we were, you know, when all this stuff was going on, it's like, I don't care. But now we're getting older and it's like, <laughs> man, you know what? That had been pretty cool to see all that stuff again. and Yeah. Seen all that and bring it back out the light. Yeah. Uh, the program that's going to be available for that game is really nice. I had a chance to look at that. I um, actually was asked to kind of put some input into it, and I was like, glad to have, help with that. Uh, the Floyd Central Journalism class did that, and they did a great job on it. Uh, you're working on a Betsy Lane one that looks really good, some stuff you kind of showed us uh, that's going to come up for that game. When is that game, anyway, uh, Betsy Lane? It's, it's January or February. I don't know. I, I guess I should ask junior administrator <laughs> here, you know. Well, like I said, I can't get on my calendar from here, I don't uh, think. I don't know if he's got the memo for it or not. Yeah. 
uh, yet. He'll look that up. Comments real quick. We've had, uh, January 19th, Susan Stevens says. I'd believe her over you. Uh, She's our AD. Yeah, she would know. Uh, January uh, 19th. Yep. Prestonsburg at Betsy Lane, January 19th. There you go. Can't really wear any throwback uniform. You really don't. Unless you uh, had actu- that. Actually, there is. Um, the there, red in the there, uniform. There's a hint of red. There you go. Because Betsy Lane used to have red, white, and blue. Yep. Many people don't remember that. Yep. So, and I think that'd be really cool to bring back if you just had the the uh, blue uniform with red and white trim and red around white letters. The order for the awesome. for the jerseys has has been submitted. Nice. Hmm. There you go. And you still got Junior around. I mean, that's the thing. You got mm-hmm. the man himself still. <laughs> I mean, he's built the building. He's there. He's got the name on it, and that's going to be awesome uh, over there. Can't wait for that one too. Um, what else we got? Um, Berea. I've been in Berea's gym. It's similar, but it's not. I'm talking, there's a gym in Oklahoma that is a stone-cold clone to the Betsy Lane gym. I've seen a picture of it. Just type in the Dome, Oklahoma. I'm just telling you, it's it's stone-cold similar. Dome, Oklahoma. Um, yeah, appreciate, appreciate the comments here tonight. All right. So, <laughs> well played. We got all that stuff coming up. Uh, 7 o'clock, Paintsville, Floyd Central. Jaguars are wearing the We're Out Trojan jerseys. And we'll have that game here on the stream. We'll have it on the uh, live stream. We'll have it on radio. And uh, our thanks again to the city of Wheelwright for helping us out getting the technical stuff lined up. And we'll be ready to do that. I got some extra stuff I had to purchase to make sure it happens too. <laughs> so um, we're going to be – we should be good to go on Saturday night, 7 o'clock. If you can't be there, uh, tickets are, I think, still available at the Wheelwright City Hall. Possibly. If not, there may be a few at the door. But a lot of them's been Speaking sold. Speaking of the door, how is everybody getting in? Because I believe I, it'll be going in the backside and up, up on the hill. Yeah, going up the hill and walking in the back door. Yeah, not in the steps in the front. That's, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, traditionally there were two sets of steps in the front. You went up those. There was like um, a concession window there, a ticket window, and yeah. and that kind of thing. And I don't think you can get up those that area. I don't. I, well, I, was, I didn't know if you knew or if they were doing work to that part of it. I don't know. I don't. I don't know uh, that part. I haven't. That, heard. That's going to be a heavy traffic area. I didn't know getting up that hill. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, for everybody I've seen up there working on things like the heat and air. They were working on the heat uh, up there the other day. Everybody's been going in the back door. So yeah. Well, I mean, when we go, we always go in the back door too. So. Yeah, I think that's just kind of the way it is now. There's a back door to go into the gym. Um, how's parking, Richard wants to know. Not uh, too good. Just like it was <laughs> back in the day. You uh, park on the street. You park in front of what used to be the school. You do have the church parking lot, but I guarantee you that'll be full fast because you have the churches opened up for alumni and players to go eat uh, way before the game and that kind of thing. So parking <laughs> is um, up and down the road <laughs> and probably across the bridge over at the dollar store and the – Grocery store, and so you're saying we all need to ride together. Yeah, you might want to carpool uh, if you can. Might be the best way to do that. So we do have some 15th region stuff to talk about. We're running out of time, so but we're going to go into a couple of things. First, the um, the rule changes this year. In case you haven't went to a, a high school game this year, and this starts, it's already started. Um, Rule changes on the, on the free throws. So I'm going to bring in Coach Hall to explain yeah. that to everybody because that's up your field of expertise. Tell about us about that. the changes on the high school level across the country. This wasn't just in <laughs> Kentucky or yeah. in the 15th region. Free throw shooting and things are different this year. Go for it. 
So the big deal is everybody's always thought you get a seven fouls and a half, you start the one and one. Mm-hmm. Ten fouls, you go to two shots. So this year, everything is by quarter. So first quarter, if you reach five fouls and beyond, it's from the fifth foul on, it's two free throws. No one and one no more. No one and one ever again. There's it's no, it's there's two no, shots going It's forward. two shots regardless. In that quarter. In that quarter. So let's say we get six fouls in the first quarter. All right. Second quarter starts. Both teams start zero fouls. Clock starts over again. Yeah. The foul count starts again. Individual but, but, fouls stay. The, keep going. That's right. Individual fouls stay, but team fouls reset every quarter. And if you reach five fouls in, in any quarter, you start shooting two free throws from that foul on. That's a non-shooting foul. It doesn't change any in any other quarter. Same rules in the fourth quarter as in the first quarter as right. in overtime. Uh, I, I well, I'm in overtime. I, I, I want to say, I want to say, I want to say, once overtime hits, it's still kind of continuing from does the it carryover. I, I think it does. It would make sense but, if it did. But I would, I'll have to get some definite clarification on that one. Clarification on the overtime. But I, I believe it carries on from the fourth quarter. Whatever the status was in the fourth quarter, because there's not going to be a lot of time to get 5,000 overtime right. periods. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain. I'll say I'm 75, 80% certain it carries from the fourth quarter on, but I would have to double check that one for sure. Austin says, what is supposed to be the benefit? It's supposed to speed the game up. And that way you don't have a free throw shooting contest in a game. Because we've been – How many times have we seen 17 fouls with a minute to go in the first quarter? A lot. And you have the entire second quarter shooting double free bonus. Yeah. yeah. It's it's to speed the game up so we're not shooting so many free throws and so much dead time. I We did a game one time, you and I and Tommy – Allen Central and Prestonsburg combined to shoot 72 free throws. I'm not, and I remember that 72 free throws at Allen Central. Well, and I'm pretty sure they didn't report it to the state, but it's got to be some kind of record. If, it was, it was miserable. If you, miserable. If you want to go by the old strategy, let's foul, send them to the line. Five fouls happen real quick. Yeah. It can happen real quick. There's certain coaches. Yeah. I mean, hey, if Brandon Gearhart's on the sideline, you're shooting free throws, you can go off the bus. I mean, he'd foul you immediately. You know, how, I mean, remember the girls' games and he was impressed yeah. the bird and be like, foul him, foul him. I mean, we, we did a regional game where I thought he was going to go into midnight. Remember it that? went as soon as, the, as soon as the fourth quarter started, he started fouling. Yeah. I remember that. I mean, it was his only, but I get the strategy. And I, the, I, I get at it. At the time, I mean, oh. that's, that's the, that was a strategy. And I mean, I was. I was on board with it, but Randy Boyd says uh, 100% red on the correct on the OT. Yeah, so okay. it carries over in overtime. That that absolutely makes sense. Thank you, Randy, very much. Cody says the great debate. It's almost like Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. High school basketball needs a shot clock. It's coming. I used to be against it. I'm not anymore. I'm for it now. I've been for it for about a couple of years. I think now. I'm for it because I know it's coming anyway. So it's coming. There's no I'm point not, even being against it at this point. Yeah, I'm for it. I think the I think it's coming. The debate is going to be, what do you start it at? Yeah, we 45 is too long. 35. 
I think you start. I think Thirty. You start, I think you start high. I, th- I think the issue is going to be getting. I mean, most most modern schools have have the, the shot clock anyway on the backboard, but I think it's just getting every every all the, all the older ones equipped to do it. Yeah, getting them with the I, shot clock in look, there. Look, I think you want. I think you'll see clocks clocks shot clock start at a high number. I think forty five is where it's going to start. Oh, it's too high, but thirty five. Well, I'm just saying. Austin says 35. I'm at 35. Jay says 32. I think I think it's going to start 45. I'm going to, Jeremy, become an auctioneer and just start. Hey, man, I'm at 32, 32, 35, But first year, I think, that's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> when you see it, the first year you see it, you're going to have a high number to allow room to come down. Almost like, at, almost like a grace period or something. Yeah, too. like you'll see it for maybe a year, maybe two. <sighs> But then you're going to see it start coming. Then it'd be like play clock in football. You'll go to a gym and be like, hey, guys, it don't work no more. <laughs> Something happened. Is it, what, 35 in football? Football 40, play clock? 40 in Yeah, 40 in 40? Well, you got 20 seconds between or something. There's the Something like that, 25? Yeah. yeah. So, and then, but having places you go, they don't work. So they don't have them. So. They don't have Yeah. <laughs> you got to enforce that. And I think the other the other thing was not just the equipment, but somebody to sit there and run it. That's yeah. right. There's, okay. there's two. God help us. There's you know? two number. There's two like you got your your clock, game clock and shot and you got a shot yeah, clock it's two too. Two different things. So yeah. Hey, I promise you, if I wasn't doing radio, I would do it. I would go and volunteer because I love the game. And all it is is you just flip a switch. You don't have yeah. to push the button. It's just so don't get on me because I you don't see you volunteering. If I wasn't doing this and getting paid for it, I would do it because I've done it. I did it, Al Lloyd, for for a year. I did. Jim Buchanan games. <laughs> I did game clock for Worst a year. It, yeah, and drove the van to Cordia one time because nobody else could go. Oh, my god! It wasn't even my job. I did it because oh a buddy, a buddy wanted goodness. me to go. I just did it for the for the fun of it. I didn't even get paid oh. or nothing, you know. It wasn't even my work study. I just did it for the fun of it. There you go. Love the game. Want to be around it. You know. I love the game. I thought you was in the band or something. Oh, that fell through. That was in college. Oh, the college oh, team. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, the, the college, when the college played, we tried to have a band. That happened like two games, and it was like, <laughs> we're all terrible. Did you ever so play like a, was you ever in like a band, like a in the garage music band? Did you nah, ever play I never that kind did. of music? <laughs> no. You just always no, no place for a, no place for a baritone player. Did you ever drive around band. in a car and your license plate vibrate from the bass? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I had the I had the kicker oh, yeah. speakers in the Rockford Falls Gate, you know, amp, and I had all that. I had on my yeah. STN truck. I had just that. drive around. <laughs> driving up down There's road. things out there that I know that make sounds, but I cannot hear them <laughs> <laughs> because of that. Yeah. And right back to being in wheelwright, you just drive up and down the road. Every time up down the road, yeah. and I'm going, and my nanan's sitting there watching me go up and down the road going, God, you turn that down, you know. <laughs> turn that down, Davey. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. me, why are you driving up down the road? They, you know, turn it down, say something. Turn it down, just drive by. Turn it back <laughs> up after you get out of range. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I did it. Uh-huh. did it a lot. Oh man! All right, so um, that's the changes there. Now the <laughs> super regional is only happening here this year, right? But it is an experiment that's probably going to be looked at very seriously because of consolidation and teams shrinking in regions, less schools, and that kind of thing. So to explain that, we bring huh. on the professor. 
Josh McKinney. And we were also urged to talk about this. I thought we were wrapping up. I don't know if we got time to go over this. Well. I can try to do a Cliff Notes version. Yeah. We were urged to do this by a local principal who says, please get out in front of this and talk about it so people don't burn us all down. (laughs) And we said, sure. So I, I do think that a lot of the verbiage and the words used, it, it makes it hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, it could because it, it can be confusing. Although I don't think it's really a super huge difference from what we're doing now. We're just basically just adding a couple games. Okay. Um, and so I'll try to go through this quickly. That are going to be at schools, right? Uh, yes. The game, there will be some <clears throat> games played at the high schools. Okay. And so for my scenario, I went back and looked at how the districts finished last year. So we've got some concrete finishes and teams and what they're, what they're doing. And we got okay. Board, so, and we got a board somewhere. Before we go well, any further. No, ask, I'm a little, no, before problem. we go any further. How many teams are in the region? That's one, two, uh, three. 15, uh, 16. 4, 8. 15, ain't it? 14. 14 now. 15 Jen- last year. Jenkins left. Jenkins is gone. So now there's 14. So – let me ask this question. Do all 14 teams get in the Super Regional? Yes. Yes. No matter what happens in the district tournament, all 14 teams at some level get in the Super Regional. Yes. Does that make the district district tournament any less important? No. Maybe okay. more important. It might yeah. make it more important. All right. Because well, that was part of this, too. I think what it does is it puts an even more importance on how you finish in your district in the standings. Because the seed uh, that you are in your tournament uh-huh. matters. So if you're a one or a two, if you uh, well, if, if you're the so like last year, Paintsville was the four seed in the fifty seventh district. Okay, right. McGoffin was the one. McGoffin didn't win their first round game, so that actually somewhat benefits them a little bit when it comes to figuring out where they fit into the super regional bracket. Okay. Um, so, so again, the district matters. Regular season matters. All 14 teams get in. Go. All right. Your district tournament winners last year, Martin County, Lawrence County, Pikeville, Pike County Central. They don't change. You still draw the little marble. You're still placed on the bracket. And the the pill bottle. The little pill bottle. They still go straight to the Elite Eight, which is what it is now, the quarterfinal round. You still get to the quarterfinals as you did before. Those games are played quarterfinals, semifinals, championship. That's all at the Appalachian Wireless Arena. Quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals, all still at the arena. So if you win your district, you go straight to the quarterfinals, just just like you do this year. You draw one, three, five, or seven, put your name on the line, boom, bada, boom, you're done. That's if you are a district tournament winner. District tournament winner. Now remember, nothing, nothing we have, changes for that. No, and remember, we have two districts this year again. They only have three teams. Yep. So it's even more of an emphasis on winning their district regular season and getting that easiest trip to get to the final. So there you go. If you are a district tournament runner up, okay, you are, you will host a first round or a, well, I guess it'd be technically second round, a second round regional tournament game, a second round game, right? Okay. So. We'll say, you know, Paintsville, Betsy Lane, Shelby Valley, Belfry. They were all the runners-up last year. So they're waiting in the wings for an opponent. Right. So they'll still they'll still draw two, four, six, or eight, an even number. They can't be on the same side as their same district winner. It's just they don't automatically get a spot at the arena. They right. got they gotta play a game to get to the to arena. To get to the arena. So they have to win just one game. Right. But that game will be on their home court. Right. They will host a game. 
So then you've got your district tournament losers, mm-hmm. the teams that lose in the first round. McGoffin County, Johnson Central, Floyd Central, Prestonsburg, Eastridge, Phelps. They all went winless. How many in, was that? Uh, one, two, three, four, six. Six. They all went winless in the district tournament. Okay. Right? This is where seeding comes, comes into play because you've got two teams in the 57th, two in the 58th, one in the 59th, one in the 60th. Right. Right? So you go now by your seed in your district tournament. McGoffin was a one seed. Floyd Central was a two. Eastridge was a three. Phelps was a three. Right? Mm-hmm. So those are kind of the four. Those are the highest remaining seeds in those respective districts. Okay. Everybody following me so far? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm still with you. Okay. So those four teams will then draw the morning after they get beat. So the boys' tar- tournament starts on a Tuesday. Wednesday morning, they're drawn. Because you're either going to get the other two teams. In this case, you're either going to get Johnson Central or Prestonsburg. Okay. Or you get a bye to that second round. To so the second round. So you could either have to play in this first-round game. Right. Or you may get the bye to get to the second round game. Right. Okay. So you could magically just luck into a bye. Right. And you still have to win a game to get to the arena. But in the case of Johnson Central and Prestonsburg, because they finished, in this case, they're the lowest remaining seeds in their districts, they automatically have to play one of those play-in games. So it's almost like there's an opening round then there's like a, like the a, first round, like, like a first, 16. Like first, first four. So basically, yeah. There's basically, a play-in first round, then the second, then the quarterfinals. Then the arena. Yeah. Basically, you're saying the 58, the 57th and the 58th are getting screwed that they're going to have to play regardless because yeah. Eastridge and Phelps both were a three, and they're, they're just going to get a play no matter what. Ooh. Thank you for that. The 57th, 58th getting screwed because now, they have, I was, because I they was, have four teams. I was texting, anybody, I was texting some, really surprised? I was texting some no. people earlier, nope. and they threw out, you know, maybe maybe at some point you throw in a, a consolation game for the district. Oh, my God. Let's just make so that way, you've, that way you've got a winner, a runner-up, a third and a fourth place winner. You don't go on seed. I don't know. Let, this, this, and this Let me just, hit pause for a second. What are you thinking right now? <laughs> Where are you at right now? This are you thinking about a late night snack or what are you thinking about? Because you're not like, saying nothing. So Yeah, I'm just going to wait till they tell me where, where to go to watch. <laughs> <laughs> where are we playing, who are we playing, and I'll be there to work. We need a chalkboard and two people to figure this crap out. They will destroy sports. Thank you, Catbird. Um, it's, it's, once, once it plays out, I think, it, I think it's going to be exciting. Well, we don't have a chalkboard, but we have a notebook. So, <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, let's play it out. All right, let's play it out. you got so, all this stuff, so, so play it out. Here, here's one, three, five, and seven. Uh, let's go of Martin, losers, Martin right? County. These are the champions. Okay. District champions. All right. So Jeremy's Martin County. Jeremy, what number did you get? One. Jeremy got one. And this is based off last year. These are last year's finishes. Jamie, you were uh, five. You were Lawrence. I got a five. You were Pikeville. I got a three. Okay. So that leaves Pike Central down here at seven. That was That's your you. four district winners. That's you. Right. They That's are you. at the arena. They're, They're already waiting at the arena. to see who they play. Right. All right. 
And the numbers only signified where they lined and up. These are at. just bracket, yeah. Well, now, now it just because you can't line your right. district runner up. So now Paintsville to, play, to win to play them. Yeah, Paintsville is going to be either a six or an eight. It's the way it works anyway with the draw. The way it is, six, six. So Paintsville goes here. That means that uh, say Shelby eight. Valley. Yeah, Shelby Valley. Okay. All right. So where are they at for those who can't see the uh, Paintsville is on the same side with Lawrence. They're okay. with Lawrence. So, so we have Martin County at the top. I can't really. Uh, I can't zoom in on it. So, nah, so instead. Actually, I'm kind of there. Go ahead. So usually if this was the way the tournament is now, Lawrence would play Paintsville. Pike Central would play Shelby Valley. Here you go, Betsy Lane. Okay. Betsy Lane's going to draw a four. Pikeville would play Betsy Lane. And Belfry would play Martin County. That's if it was now. Okay. But because the super region, your district runners up host a game before they get to right. the arena. All right. So now we've got your teams that lost. Okay. You've got Mark McGoffin, Johnson Central, Floyd Central, Prestonsburg, Eastridge, Phelps. Your highest remaining seeds, McGoffin, Floyd, Eastridge, and Phelps. They will draw to see whether they get a bye or they get to play one of the lower seats. Okay. So we're going to go Johnson Central. We'll just go in numerical order. So Johnson Central will either get a bye or they will draw Prestonsburg. All right. One of the two. Let's go Golden Eagles. Jeremy's drawing for them, and it would be 58-4th. 58-4th. So that means Johnson Central will host Prestonsburg in a first four game. Okay. In a play-in game. Right. So then we go to Prestonsburg. Oh, they already got draw. So we've got Floyd Central, Eastridge, and Phelps. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Sorry. So, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. So now now we're down to three teams, right? How 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 do we determine who plays and who don't play? One more one more draw will do it. Right. So no, but who has to draw? Does all three teams? I would say you draw to draw. Do all three teams draw? Oh, so, no, so, so, and so, 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 one so, so. and one and one pulls out the bye. Yeah. So McGoff, sorry, McGoffin County hosts Prestonsburg. So then we go to Floyd Central. Floyd Central is going to get either a bye or Johnson Central. Mm. All right. Okay. And this this is because Floyd Central was the two seed in their district, right? But they get a draw. Who they play? I'm, a little, they I'm were, with you, but I'm a little lost. But go ahead. Because they were in their district, they're the highest remaining seat, and I don't know the, how they determine the order. I'm just going numerically. Yeah, we're just doing that numerically. I don't know how they determine who draws. It may be you draw to draw, or maybe based on what your seating was. I'm just going numerical here. I'm going right here. Or would you go with the dreaded RPI? Oh Lord, fifty seventh fourth. So Floyd Central will host Johnson Central. Which means Eastridge. Don't let me draw for you, Alan Joe. Jeez, old money. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bad. So, Wednesday morning comes. We now know Floyd Central will host Johnson Central in a play-in game. McGoffin County will host Prestonsburg. Mm -hmm. All right. Those games will be played prior to the girls' district championships. Wow. So, You're that means. Wednesday night? That means, here's the thing, at least from our standpoint, and I mean, I widen the camera back out. Um, 
from our standpoint, how are you going to cover it? Because well, I'm uh, uh, sorry. Like media wise, so McGoffin is the host right. school. They'll host at the fifty seventh host site. I should say. So I should clarify. Oh, okay, so we'd already be there. So we could actually see. So the play two games on the championship. The play-in games will be at the district tournament host sites. That makes sense. Sorry. Okay. So so really, they're not getting a home. Or there's no home game for those first four. No. Okay. No. They're just okay. Right. So you're so saying it's going to be played sense. during the district tournament? Yes. So like. You would play this game. And then the girls' championship. And then the girl. All right. Is this for well, – what about the girls' side? Same thing. We on the next night on the boys. Yep. All this stuff's happening okay. simultaneously. I, I, I was saying, are girls playing girl, the same night as girls? No. And boys no. playing – okay. No, it would so, have to be the night let's, after. Let's just say, sake of argument, home teams win, McGoffin and Floyd Central. Right. So, McGoffin wins, Floyd Central wins. So, you've got Eastridge, Phelps. They got the buys. Those two got the buys. McGoffin County, Floyd Central, they played their way into the second round. So now, and this is kind of where it gets a little bit confusing, you put you, <laughs> you, you piece those in to, to see who they play in the second round. That's so, where the, the verbiage kind of got weird. Right. Yeah. Those, so, four, those four are going to match up with, with the runner-ups. With the district runners-up. The best they can without and you go by and this is where you, where, So you go by how they finished in their district. Okay. So McGoffin was the highest seed. They were the one seed, Floyd Central two, Eastridge Phelps are three in their respective districts. Okay. So you place McGoffin first. They're on the same side as their district's runner-up, which would be Paintsville. Bottom. But they're on the opposite game, so McGoffin goes to Shelby Valley. Okay. Floyd Central, same side as Betsy Lane. Can't play Betsy Lane, so Floyd Central goes to Belfry. To Belfry. Mm. Then you've got Eastridge and Phelps. They're both the same. I don't know how you determine. Eastridge, uh, let's opposite, see. Opposite of their Valley. Different. So Eastridge goes to Paintsville. Yep. Phelps goes to Betsy Lane. Josh, we'll come to your home and explain this to you, by the way, for a, a nice uh, bowl so, of ma- three cheese mac So your cheese. super region last year – these are at the host schools. Floyd Central goes to Belfry. Phelps goes to Betsy Lane. Yeah. Eastridge goes to Paintsville. McGoffin goes to Shelby Valley. The winner of those games then goes to the arena. Yes, Jeremy is as lost as you are, Catbird. Well, the, what you. makes this confusing is it's it's all <laughs> this is all like hypothetical. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm just sitting here now. You asked me what I got, what was my brain on? Uh, there's a point to everything. Yeah, and somebody asked, what's the point of this? So, the, the point is it now me and Byron went to the obvious negative that pops out there a while ago, but me thinking <laughs> positive is was this is this to set up like let's say the fifty eighth let's say the fifty eighth has four loaded teams. Right. It gives them the opportunity to not knock a three or a four that right. could potentially win. And the last several it gives years them the option to play their way through, right? The last several years there's been three always three good teams in the fifty seventh. Except maybe last year, but usually mm-hmm. there's always been three really good teams, and then somebody doesn't make it yeah. every time. Now it's a chance that they'll get there, uh, or they and, get an opportunity. You're right. And, and so, shot, someone, right? someone made that case last year when it first came out, and I've come around to it. I think once people see this live play out in action, I think it's going to be really cool. I th- I think the six the six that are left out is going to cause a problem from the point of. You give two people a buy, 
and two people and four people had to play because you know and and in this case we're using East Ridge and Phelps as the teams that were left out, but yet they didn't have to choose to pick. Well, to see, play. and I, I don't know how it's determined how they draw. That, that I think that's going to be the big confusing part is how you determine and that those six. That wasn't outlined. Well, no, the six are determined by how they finish in the tournament. R- right. But, but I, that wasn't outlined in but the who, document. who draws and who, and who had. Well, and it's probably the same document. I, I had read it through is. that document it's the same before. One. And, and it, it, there's – there's some spots there that it just says unanswered questions. Like in the example, it just says so and so drew so and so. It doesn't say how the order of drawing was determined. Yeah, but you know, someone made the argument last year. Well, it gives people a chance. Well, I was, well your chance was the first round of district, right? Yeah, what it boils down to is win. Uh, I mean, in, in all in all but reality, in, in this scenario, McGoffin was the one seed in the fifty seventh. They had to play a play in game, then they have to go on the road in the second round. I mean, they have a chance. <laughs> By the but luck, the luck reality, of the draw, the luck of the draw is to be a playing game and try to be a region winner. You're winning one, one, two, two three, three, four, four five. five games. Instead, you got to win five games instead to of win three, the region. instead of three, instead of three. That's really what, and then just determining it ain't really that big of a deal. It's it'll kind of figure itself out it as will. you go. And it's it's hard because you're you're because you don't know. Hypoth- we're hypothetical. Yeah, and I mean, there's a there's a million different you know scenarios that the can con- play out. But the connection between all right, the first the first team's in, that's easy to figure. That's out. easy to do. This part was easy to see for me. But then when you finish this and you come to these guys. You're right. You're talking about the opening round. Yeah. Yeah. How does the open round get to the – how do you get into that second round? The two two teams. And where do you play? So these are placed in order of your seed. Yeah, I I understood that. I'm just saying – But I think think the the big part, and what's messing with me too, is how do you determine who draws to play and how do you determine the two two buys that go – and play because two of them are going on anyways. Well, and it may be the case too. And it may be where your, your 59th and 60th teams, that third team, maybe they're the ones that draw. Mm-hmm. And then the, whatever's left over, that's just what the, what the other two teams get. So may, I, I don't know. That uh, wasn't explained. Yeah. Catbird, we'll explain this to you on the playing games. Um, are the boys and girls play in one night? If so, gyms like Floyd central base lane can't hold four schools. Well, here's how it would work out. Again, if you had it, the girls' championship night, you would have a boys' game before that, which is one of these playing games. So you, you uh, could, hypothetically, you could have it, right? Say that again. You hypothetically could have one of those playing games because right? you're, what you're saying. Yeah, so the is, 57th girls' championship, we'll say Martin County Johnson Central. That's the girls' championship. Well, you could also have McGoffin County boys hosting Prestonsburg. Yeah, in a play-in game because of the way it was drawn out. Because the way it was drawn out, would every district be have, have that scenario with just two, just two of them, not all four? So there's a chance that you know Floyd Central don't get it, or end it. Mm-hmm. this year Presper's the host. They wouldn't play up. We wouldn't have that it, scenario hit no, us. No, no, no. You wouldn't. It would be at the whatever side is for that particular district. Yeah, and it depends on who draws the buys. Yeah, yeah, because somebody's gonna get a buy automatically to the second round. It's just the way it's going to play out because of the way the number of teams we have. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, it's We'll have to revisit it again probably it, down the road. I, I feel like it's kind of easy in a, in a way, but in a way it's – I, I it's, think people are getting too caught up on how the sausage is made. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, a, it's, good, it's, it's a big change because it's something brand new, 
Don't get caught up in it. Okay. It's gonna, Every, I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be exciting. Basically, it just gives you another chance at getting to the regional if you lose in the district. I just think as a fan, right, it's going to be exciting. Let, let, let's just use this. Let's say you know Floyd Central wins. They draw. They played the first four game. They win. Now they're on the road at Belfry. Mm-hmm. All right. They win that game. Now you go play Martin County at the arena. At the arena. But here, here's what you can use as an advantage almost. Depending on how these games are spaced out, and if you're playing consecutive nights, whatever, Floyd Central's coming in on a two-game winning streak while Martin County sat and watched. Kind of like baseball. Well, so are you, are you playing oh, wow. hot? So are you hot? The, the play-in yeah. games will be the night of the girls' championships, presumably on Wednesday, right? The region draw, when all this stuff is situated, will be on Friday. It's going to be on Friday Instead morning. Instead of Saturday. Because these second-round games will be on Saturday. Yeah. You know, then your tournament will start on Monday. So you're playing – you're possibly playing three games in a week that determine your season. Play-in game would be Wednesday. Well, let's you, say play you play this game on let's Saturday. Say you're opening, let's say you on play – On Monday. Your, Monday you played your district game and you lost. Yep. Wednesday you're playing your play-in no, game. Yeah. If you Thursday. If you didn't – Wednesday. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, we're, we're doing away with a day. All so right, right, Wednesday right. – and all this is – Weather cooperative, too, by the yeah. way. So, Wednesday, you're playing your play-in game. Mm-hmm. You win that. The draw is Thursday. Dra- Saturday. The, the tournament, the region draw is Friday. Friday. And then got- Saturday, you're playing that second round game yep. to get to the regional. And then you're possibly playing Monday if you then win you that draw game. and play Monday. Wow. You're playing a lot of basketball or in a short amount of you time. You could just, you know, win your district and – just enjoy the perks. Well, of again, it's kind of like baseball where, you know, but if you Texas win, plays over and over and but over. If you, they win got your, if you win your district, it's the same format it's always been for. Yeah, you. You're, still, you're still waiting for, five, for three or four days. But here's the other thing. Like, you know, I use Floyd Central. They get hot. They beat Martin County out. You know, let's say they just tire out in the next round against uh, Pipeville's a higher seed. Yeah. The, don't, and don't and they a, just tire out. Don't be a first 411 seed and, you know, yeah. be, a one seed, be a one seed, win three games, get to the eight, you know? Somebody's going to come out of that first four and make it to the final. Oh, heck yeah. How will we cover happen. this is the question. How are we going to cover it? We'll very have, very we'll, carefully. We will figure that out when we get there. So there you go. So work in we, progress. Yeah, this is all. Don't really worry how the sausage progress. is made. Just you know, enjoy just the hope taste. it tastes good when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. I will say this: if I ask you what time it is, tell me what time it is. Don't tell me how to build a clock. Hey, he asked me to build a clock. Yeah, he did ask me. He asked me to build a clock. I know you did. I, I asked him to build it. And again, he will come to your home, maybe come to a few schools and do a do like a presentation. Uh, maybe before we do a game, it will be a small fee, however. Yeah, small fee, maybe some food, uh, an energy drink. Oh, uh, for him, he loves energy drinks, so you could pay him in a couple of monster drinks. Maybe he I'll, would. I'll take a, I'll take a pipeline punch and a cheeseburger. Yeah, we promised a fifteenth region preview. We're going to do it in two minutes. You ready? Two minutes. All right, let's go. Girls, it's Pipeville and then everybody else. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, it's serious. Yep. Barring any kind of injuries on the girls' side, the 15th region tournament will belong uh, to Pipeville. And, and, and I think them losing to Lawrence last year is really bad news as, for the rest of the fuel the fire. Region. Yeah, it's just fuel the fire. They've already had their college signings. They've already put all that stuff to the side. Yep. They have one thing left in mind, unfinished business. 
is to and, go and, down there and win a game at least or go further and try to make some noise. They're eyeing all A state. They're eyeing 15th region. They're eyeing yeah. Sweet 16. I honestly couldn't give you a, a runner-up. I, I mean, I'm being serious. I mean, Lawrence County's no, got a no. full of role players. Yeah. Uh, Martin County probably has the most returning players, but they were destroyed by Potboy in the regional. <laughs> so how close are they uh, just a few months later? Painsville's young. Johnson Central, they're kind of both trying to come up. Floyd Central has hit the reset button. Betsy Lane is going to be better this year. They got a good win against Breathitt County uh, the other night. They're going to get better this year than they have been in, in recent past. They're going in the right direction. Prestonsburg, Pike Central, I mean, that's kind of where you're at. You're, you're playing, Whoever's you're got the look at the draw on the yeah. opposite side of Pible. It'll be tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Barring any kind of injuries. Now, of course, things can happen, and you never know. So, uh, on the boys' side, a little different. Up I, in the air. <laughs> I got four teams, okay? All right. I got Potvoit at number four. Oh. Mm. I have Potvoit at number four. And, and this is because you got to adjust to life after Riley Salmons. It's okay? like one of those like, blind rankings where you don't know which team is next. Right. It's like, yeah. right. You, you got you to adjust to – and they, they have great players. I mean, Fitzer's good. Johnson's good. Gerald. Uh, Hughes, you know, they're, they're bringing back basically they're starting four of their five starters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got Ox to who'll be plugged in too. They struggled last night at Knott yeah. County and got beat. Do they have I, everybody? I don't, they had everybody. Okay. Don't take a lot of stock in that game though. It's November. Jeez. All right. I don't take stock in November basketball games. But at the same time, they're all used to having the guy. Mm-hmm. Now who's going to be the guy? Okay, somebody has to step up. Now, there are four of those five players are seniors. We'll see how it works out, but you got a group of role players. All have experience, They ha- and they don't have as much experience as they've had in the previous years, though. Fitzgerald's probably your guy. Probably. But we'll see, and, and Johnson's your shooter. But those two, they, they, they'll work stuff. They'll be okay. I got them at number four. I got Floyd Central third, okay? And I think I know the first two are. Basically because – they need to make a run. Now, I'm not saying they can't be one or two. They easily could. Any of these four teams, I think, could win the regional, okay? Pottville or Floyd Central. I got them at third right now just as a preseason thing just because they haven't done it before, okay? Listen, I'm all for setting goals and expectations, and, you know, we, we want to win the region. You got to win a game first. Got to win some games. You got to get You got you to win a game. One they player. Are, they listen. Floyd Central football has been to twice as many region semifinals as Floyd Central basketball. Never saw that coming. How's that for you? Never saw that coming. Two to zero, and they got one player on the roster that's played in a district game, a district tournament game, and one that's Braden Moore, and he was an eighth grader, an eighth grader the year they beat Lawrence County in the district tournament. Buck was on the team. He played a lot early that, that but season. But he did not play in any of those games. He did not play in the district tournament. So there you go. The only player that actually played in a district tournament game yep. and played in a regional game that's still on the roster is Braden <laughs> Moore because he was an eighth grader. It's yep. been six years. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. I mean, okay? you got you to crawl before you can walk. You got to walk before you can run. Yeah. Number two, I got Martin County. Oh. I got Martin County because, you know, remember they how many teams did they lose in a row? Like 11. Yeah, 11 or 12. And then won, won their district they tournament won. games in overtime. Yeah. Remember, they, they, they lost Central game? got them, and then all of a sudden it was just like. Look here. One, once, the, one, 
once they lost at the All A State tournament, they didn't win again until the re- district tournament. Yeah, it was horrible. The they didn't win they again to the district tournament. Yeah, and barely got out of the district. Yeah, they barely survived it. And now they got they got it right. They got a lot of kids back. Hell, they, they got they lost one player. Yeah, I mean they got most of their team back. One player. They're playing. They're all shooting. They all want to run and gun. I got them right now. Preseason number two. I got Pike Central number one. Mm. Mm. You say why? I really think they have the two best dynamic duo players in the region. Rigdon, Stewart, back and forth, back and forth. The thing I think holds them back from maybe being maybe at the top. I'm just maybe I make a conversation here. I'm gonna make some talking <laughs> points. Okay. Russell ruffle some fetters a little bit. <laughs> they need a supporting cast. Okay. If they just had well, one dude. If they just had one more guy. Well, just hey, one ask guy. Floyd Central last year in that two A tournament. They had a supporting dude. Yeah. They had the guy, but he graduated. <laughs> yeah. Compton, he graduated. So if they get that third guy, I, I, basketball is not a hard sport, okay? No. And those two, Rigdon and Stewart, are exceptional players. Yeah. And Rigdon's a whole lot better now than he was a few months ago. He's just going to get better and better and better. I think he's I, the best player. I, I think all right. in and, I, and I'll say this to your point about comparing Martin County and them. All right. You can say Hale and Mart and uh, Rigdon will cancel each other out. You think? Well, I mean, uh, no, no, I, right, yeah. No, no. At far, uh, far as points, Hale's, Hale's I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about we're going. One's going to lock down the other, but I'm saying one, they'll both give you twenty. They can offset points. They, they offset fair. each other. Okay, that's fair. All right. Uh, then I feel like Martin County's got another person to offset. Stewart. I'm sure his name's Maynard something. Probably got to find a defender. He's always a Maynard. If you can defend Stewart, you'll shut him down. Unless now, he's gotten better. Now at, here, here's my thing about Stewart. He likes that three point line. I, yeah. He he likes to play outside. He hasn't. Sh- not not saying he hasn't, but in the games that we've seen, he hasn't shown the speed and the ability to get around a defender and get to the goal. He can post up a little bit, but he likes to be out. And he has he hasn't shown that ability to go and drive, finish and get to the free throw line and put somebody in trouble. Now, so you got people canceling each other out, and my you know I'm still with you. And, but does Martin County Martin County has better players that stepped up and played? Well, I would always tell See, you, I, Martin I, County and Floyd Central both have probably more offense. I, I, I than think them. top to bottom. Your top two teams are probably Martin County and Floyd Central. Top to bottom. Athlete. Athlete. I think to Jamie's point, the two that Pike Central's got individual, are individually are so they're, much better than everybody else. They're pretty good. <laughs> they're, pretty they're pretty good. good. They're pretty good. They're now they, they carry it. And, and maybe someone develops, you know, between now and, and February. But if, if they can get one and a half, you know, but they, role they also They're also letting Knuckles play this year. Oh, listen! If he's they, on the if, roster if, now. If, I don't know what he's doing on that roster, or if he even plays. If, but he's so freakishly athletic. Clear, he's got to help you clear out the lane and just let those two dudes work. That's all you got to do. See, I didn't tell you that part. Let it, let him let you all talk a little bit. Then I just keep going with it. They yeah, need a supporting let, cast. Let him be Keith Trailer. Just you know, just listen. <laughs> get out of the way. <laughs> the trailer. <Boom>. trailer. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Just clear it hey. out. Hey. 
Don't be shocked. Of, of those four, Pikes Central was talked about the least. And I'm telling you. With arguably the two best players. With arguably the two best players in the region. Proven best players. Oh, okay? Yeah. They're proven to be the best two players. I'm not saying that Floyd Central don't have better players. But they got to prove it. This is the year. You gotta, You've been building for this. You got to win that first round district game. You gotta, well, but I, I want to see that gotta, breakout year for some guys. I want to see Brayton have a breakout year to help Ronnie's consistency. Ronnie's the most consistent kid. <laughs> Buck's more athletic than he's ever been. He should be a whole lot better, too. They're still missing that inside guy, but nevertheless, they have a lot of ball handlers, a lot of speed, and they're hitting shots. I watched some of that Tug Valley exhibition mm-hmm. game. They whipped them, okay? Well, you hope that freshman And Tug's usually kinda, pretty good. That Well, sophomores now with that that Logan Meade, Dylan Boyd group kind of takes that next step. Pike Central got a transfer from Prestonsburg. Well, it probably helps them. I don't know who it is, but it had to help them. <laughs> I mean, and oh yeah, and so everybody else, I had this. Rest of the bunch, I put Paintsville and Johnson Central. They're young. They're on the rise. They're only going to get better and better. Okay, they're not going to be as down as they were last year. Mm-hmm. They'll be better this year. They're going to make some noise. Okay, McGoffin still got Aiden Barnett. My God. Okay, one he's, man wrecking crew. He's a one man wrecking crew. Okay, <laughs> can't count them out isn't, either. Isn't there a Russell or a Whitaker on there? On there somewhere too? I'm sure they are. <laughs> Probably. Is. You got Lawrence County. Lawrence County is always prepared. Uh, Bloomfield's a shooter. Obviously, they won't be as good. You got Perry this year. You got Perry. You got Perry. <laughs> you got Perry for I understand years. they probably pulled another kid from across the, I'm sure. the state line. They always do. And so, but they're they're well coached, always prepared. They'll, I would still put them number two in our district this year. Okay, at least number two. Then I got Betsy Lane, Prestonburg, Shelby Valley on the line together. That Eastridge, Belfry, and Phelps kind of on the on the peripheral. My, am I too far off? Not completely. I don't think so. No. Maybe a, a little jostle in the order, but we'll see. Uh, I, I think you've got your top four, and then you've got a, a middle group of about five or six teams that, you know, can beat up on each other any mm-hmm. given night. And then you got your, your bottom handful. So I said all that to say this. I wanted you to go through that, that whole Super Regional thing. I appreciate that. If there was every year to have the Super Regional, it's this year. Because oh, there the, is the not, boy side, <laughs> there's not a clear-cut team. So there's a lot to play for, whether you're playing at Phelps or you're playing at Pottville or you're playing at Floyd Central or Paintsville or wherever. you got a lot to play for this year. Yeah. And, and if you're if you're a Pike Central and you somehow stub your toe <coughs> and don't win the 60th, maybe Belfry yeah, yeah. will get you or something. Yeah, maybe. You know, you – now, it's a long, winding, winding road to get there, but – no, you're not out of it. If I had, if if I'm Pike Central, I don't want to lose a game with my two dudes trying to no. carry you for five games. Ain't no way. Let me get that. Get me, give me win a little bit. Give me a little break. You know. So hey, it's it's gonna be a very entertaining year of basketball. But the other, but the other thing is, if they win their se- the regular season, they're in the district tournament. They're they're in one of those yeah those two reasons yeah without even playing a district tournament game right. So. Gonna be fun. We got a ton of games to cover all winter long. So Can't hang wait. with us. We'll start this Saturday at the We're Right Glory Road game. It'll be Floyd Central as the We're Right Trojans taking on Paintsville. Seven o'clock tip off. We'll be on the air rather early, probably around six thirty, maybe even a little earlier. Just depends on 
who's there and what we can wrestle up and do. So we'll be I – mean, you never know. There might be some interviews and some things. We'll, we'll find out. It's going to be – it's an event more than a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game is cool. Uh, it's more of an event. So we'll be covering that wall-to-wall on if, Saturday. Uh, if – the game at Prestonburg last year was like anything, any indication, it's, it's definitely an that's event. That's a high bar yeah. to reach. Yeah. I'm just saying that. It won't be as many people. No, that was an event. But it will be an event. And it will that, be something you'll want to see. set the bar pretty high. Yeah, yeah, it did. The Wayland game was pretty cool, though. Jeremy, I'll give you a last word tonight. You got anything? I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. That is I our. I've been home. <laughs> hey, I've not been home since this morning. <laughs> I'm the same way. I've been been there ten minutes. This is our Sound Off on Sports podcast, brought your way by Howard Family Pharmacy, the Mountain Art Center, Jaded Rain Printing and Graphics, and our new sponsor, Walters Nissan and Toyota. We appreciate them so much. Thank you for watching tonight. For Byron, for Josh, for Jeremy, myself, Jamie Johnson. We'll see you next time.